0: And gentlemen, oh my god, alright, somebody, alright, I need a swear jar, except for swearing, instead of swearing, I just need to have to put in $5 every single time I forget to turn off the repeat function on the audio player for the theme song. That has got to be like eight straight weeks of people doing that every single time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is Friday, September the 8th. 2017 all day today we've got a fine podcast for you we've crested 25 we are on to episode 26 and kind of like last week at the last possible second a couple of pretty big or at least one we'll say one major video game related uh, piece of news dropped and so uh, uh, i don't I don't know how long it will it will take the the conversation. I can't wait to talk about it personally, Mister Maximus Black. How are you doing today, sir? I can you can you hear me? Hello, I can, can hear you. You, you can hear? I I asked you how you were doing today,
1: sir. Oh, I didn't hear anything. I'm just kind of sitting here, just chilling, and I didn't hear a thing. You're also are you not
2: muted in Skype? Uh, okay. Are you hussin?
1: Uh, be honest no, with no, me. No, no, no. Are you hustling? No, no. I don't believe. Honestly, honestly, I was. Uh, I was just looking at other podcasts on Patreon. I was just kind of scrolling through oh. that. I had um, Discord muted, so I didn't hear anything you said. I was live, but I didn't. I didn't have it. Anyway, I'm good. I'm good. Good.
0: Excellent. Excellent. You. You. you should be good after the the fanciful car outing that you had today with your your new. Uh, if I hear the word downpipe one more time, I think I might actually, you know, downpipe myself just in the in the f- fucking fit, <laughs> but, but you got out on the road. It sounds lovely. It sounds, it sounds something like Satan, you know, beating Nazis. So, you know, that's, that's a great sound for your car, uh, to have really nice little whip crack on the downshift. It's lovely. You hear the, the whirs of the, of the chargers in there. It's all, it's all so fancy. Mm. It's all so fancy. And then I got into my RAV4 and I put it in eco mode and I drove into Long & McQuaid today. You know what? Eco mode right now is not a bad life choice because the gas prices dude. are insane.
1: Holy shit, the gas prices. Gas prices are fucking insane.
0: Oh my goodness. Let me just get to the actual screen here. There we go. Yeah, the gas prices, dude. I like So I topped up two weeks ago. And in that two week span, we've gone up. What 23 cents? Yep, it's supposed to go up again in- tonight. No way, yeah. seriously. It was, um, I put in
1: 91 octane in mine, so it's uh a dollar 30, dollar 32, I think, right now, and it's supposed to go up oh. to like a buck 36 or 37. No, it's gonna be nuts. No, yeah, you, you no, put, I'd be, you I'd put be 93 putting... in. No, Ooh. no, they uh, at most pumps here, it's just 91.
0: Yeah, well, we got, because we've got the three, well, we got we got three, what, like, our regular is what, one, uh, I don't even know, what well, it's is, usually eight, eighty nine and
2: 93, I'm surprised you guys have a 91 even.
0: Yeah, I can't, re- I can't remember what it is, anyway, it's expensive as fuck, whatever it is, it's a lot of money, and if it's going up again, then we're hitting like, what, uh, we're getting close to, to our all-time, all-time high, yeah. Yeah, yeah, holy! How many, I'm uh, guessing that's hurricane related. How many liters, liters per gallon is years. it again? Like what, two or four? Uh, somebody did the math not that long ago. Uh, it was either it was either Mr. Miyagi or somebody else, and he was like, "Oh my god, you guys are getting reamed." And I said, "Yes, yeah, yes, three we are. three
1: point 3.7 <laughs> liters." Wow, you guys are getting
2: <laughs> straight fucked. Holy crap! <laughs> it's like <laughs> two seventy. It's like two seventy two a gallon here.
0: Yeah, it's yep. it's insane. Yep. So uh it's a little rough, but we'll survive, I guess. I got my hybrid. I'll just I'll just be rubbing myself, sitting in my hybrid, out in traffic, not caring.
1: I filled just up I filled up at the station today at like six o'clock. I just came home and I've got a half tank. And it cost me seventy Are you serious? It cost me seventy seven dollars to fill it up and it wasn't even on E. Like it was There was like maybe a quarter of a tank. No, it was Lowe's. Yeah, it's I burned. I burned about $40. I I shit you not. I burned about $40 in gas and two hours of driving. No, I'm I'm not even joking. I mean, I've been I've been heavy on the pedal for obvious reasons because I just got it tuned today. So I'm sure that'll go down, but
0: it's bad. It's pretty bad. That's that's absolutely atrocious. Uh, Mr. Tabeen, how are you doing today, sir? You're looking clean shaven. Was that because there was a meeting? No, uh, my Dollar Shave Club stuff came in, so I was trying it out. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: no, actually, I'm, your- I'm doing a I'm doing a I'm like it may use like having a beard makes it hard to do like skincare on your face sometimes. So I was like, let me let me reset my face a little bit and then I'll go back to the beard. So I'll have the beard again in like two weeks.
0: That's very true. I mean, I'm still battling all this like crazy random patches of, of insanely dry skin underneath my beard. Yeah, and like,
2: that's the funny part, though. Like when I shaved the beard off, I realized that the skin under the beard was actually in really good shape. So I was just like, mm. I need to get the rest of my
0: face in line with that. <laughs> oh, no, my face has been all sorts yeah. of fucked up. The doctor, the doctor's like, well, it's not uh, psoriasis. I just have no idea what it is, so just start rubbing Nizerol shampoo all over your face uh-huh. for a few weeks and hope for the best. Yeah,
2: part of it is <laughs> like, right, just like a straight bag of hammers today. Um, so in my building, um, I actually literally, they just moved us from one building to the one next door for some reason. Um, and they decided that since our building doesn't have a cafeteria, they're going to build a uh, bridge between the two. So you can go between the two buildings without going outside. Oh, leery. Um, now, in our in Infinite Wisdom, they said... You know what? We're just gonna build this bridge after we've moved everyone directly on top of where we're gonna build the bridge. So literally right in the morning walk in, they're literally sawing into the building, which is steel and stone with like industrial grade tools, maybe about fifteen feet from where I sit. So I've been listening to that for about eight hours straight.
0: Holy tits. It's been a fun day. <laughs> That's always the best. Yeah, I've been I've been dealing with them tearing down the building behind our place, and it's I'm not I'm it's not even hyperbole. It it's 35 40 feet from the back side of the house. Yeah, I, put, I posted and a picture on
2: Twitter. It's literally like if I were to walk from my desk to the windows that are like closest to my desk, the guys are literally like right under it. Like they're like 5 feet away from me. Oh, it's yeah.
0: like this sucks. was oh, brutal. I just there's a, there's a backhoe that <laughs> that the dude turns the engine on at exactly 7:01 a.m. Just shy of illegal, just get in there, just push, turn it on, and then he is tearing down. It's all I, I thought it was like. He's like all drinking wood his construction coffee and staring at his so watch, old. and he turns the key at seven o one. Yeah, exactly, at exactly seven o one, and he's like, "Ha ha, get fucked, bitches!" And then, and then I snap awake because he's tearing through i beams. It's all friggin' steel construction in this building, so it's just like you're hearing this high pitched whatever, and stuff's getting pulled over and the ground's shaking, and you're at my house, so my house is like, you're hearing all this shit, Gab's has got earplugs in, that doesn't do fuck all. So we're just, like, <laughs> we've been doing this now for, I think, four or five, no, maybe a week, but they take, obviously, Sunday, I think they have to take off. So, uh... We're a little, we're a little strung out, but, uh, but yeah, it, it'll be nice when it's gone because it looks, it's, it's, it's been an eyesore back there for forever and ever and ever. You have so it will be nice. wonderful
2: PC going on though. I don't know if you can see it cause my Skype is blocked Yes. It. But it's. Do uh, you have your tubes cut yet? Oh, absolutely not. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tubes literally came in like an hour ago. Okay. All right. So yeah, well, yeah,
0: that, that's, uh, that's it's acceptable.
2: A, uh, right? It's a, uh, measure 50 times cut once type of deal.
0: Uh, let's see here. Well, Mr. Max was black. Yeah, I need you to hit me up with the noise. Are you ready? Sure, hit me up with the noise of being able to get away with literally anything you ever wanted so long as you're white and have money.
3: <laughs> I'm white. I'm rich and white.
0: <laughs> That's accurate. Jeff, can I? Did you, could you feel it? Could you oh, feel it for it. a moment, Jeff? Oh, I Did felt you feel it? it?
1: My mom's side just came right out of me, right there. <laughs> felt good. Jeff, can I ask you for a sound? I know,
2: I know. It breaks with the norm. What's up? But it's based on what Adam asked earlier. Can you hit us up with the sound of Satan beating Nazis? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, um, fuck. What, is, what do what a Nazi sound like? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Aggressive, aggressive German.
1: earlier. Car-
2: and dive and dive and yeah, that does sound like its car.
0: That sounds yes. Yeah, that's that's roughly what the side of the car sounds like. Something like that, anyway. put go. a Put a microphone close enough. I think that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah we're good. <laughs> <sighs> we can now get the show on the road. Let's go. Oh, good lord! So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, in 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 news that would shock basically no nobody. Uh, T. Martin and what's this what's the other guy, Syndicate, Syndicate or whatever his name was, Pro
1: Syndicate and uh, Pro Syndicate. Uh, who else was it? T.
0: T. Was like a, it was T. Martin and there was, jo- like, there was, some was Josh Josh. Yeah. a Josh, like Josh. Yeah, bunch of them. Yeah. So uh, this was this was was this really early this year? Or was it late or late last year that the stars oh, started? Oh, last year. last year. It's been over a year now. <laughs> yeah. Like Phantom so, Lord
2: waited I, exactly one year before he came back. And like yeah. this one was literally like maybe a month before that one.
0: Yeah. So um they, uh, I mean, I'm sure most people would remember about it, but the long short of it is the, the you know, specifically, I guess the, the, the two biggest culprits <laughs> of the whole thing, there are, there are branching out people that have been attached to it, but at the core of it, it was T Martin and Pro Syndicate, and they had uh, started up, what was it, CSGO Lotto or whatever was the name of the website, mm-hmm. or, or something along those lines. And uh, basically, they were uh, they were themselves and paying others uh, to record themselves or live stream using the website for, um, you know, basically gambling for skins, CSGO skins. And, uh, you know, obviously some of these skins are worth an absolute fortune and uh, they rigged the system for themselves and for the others. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. I'm uh, just alleged, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly rigged the system, uh, so that, uh, they would be, they would win when they're on camera and it would look, it would give the, the, Hey look, uh, I won. You can do it too. You could do it too. And so uh yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> and so you surprise. know it, it made but it, so that's that's fine. It's fine that they did that. It's it's fucking whatever. The, the the you know the fact that they rigged it and shit, that's you know, that's allegedly. That's allegedly rigged it is unfortunate. Uh as well. To say the least. But the problem, the biggest problem for me in this whole thing, and for most people as well, was that they were pawning it off as if they didn't own the website. Okay, so
1: so I'll give you a little bit more, because
0: I, I actually know quite a, quite a bit about all this. Hook me
1: up. Um, okay, so Phantom Lord got caught through uh, Skype with another guy talking about percentages, like what is the percentage of me winning, so on and so forth. Which makes and then the other dude on the back end would tell him his percentage, and then he would go big on the bet because he has a higher percentage. He could still lose, but he knows when the best time, allegedly. I mean, the proof was there. Um, Twitch banned him off off there, and I think he's in a lawsuit right now against Twitch um, because they. I, he, I think he's suing. Once again, I don't know for sure, but allegedly he's suing Twitch for hurting his his brand um, because it was nothing was proven, and they, you know, when they banned him, it it obviously makes it look like he's guilty um, by default, even though the proof was there and it got leaked and everything. All this shit happened.
0: I allegedly took a shit before this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna toss that. So out there. with Phantom Lord,
1: it was more about the cheating, but with these with these other guys. It wasn't so it's much. The influencer
3: side it of was things. the
1: influence. It wasn't them potentially rigging. That was on the Phantom. I don't think they were ever. Obviously, because of what happened with Phantom, you would think somebody that was just angry or whatever would just assume that they were doing the same thing as Phantom. There is no proof at all showing that they ever did that. But what they were very vague or didn't didn't mention um, was the fact that they own these websites. That they were the ones that own the websites. They were either paying themselves oh, these guys or other out streamers, to me or whatever. Yeah, so like they would know other people in the community, and they would probably pay them an exuberant amount of money to uh, show it off on in front of YouTube or Twitch or whatever. It was like up to fifty grand. Yeah. in pay. Off. Yeah, of course. And I mean, if you're if you're friends and you're siphoning millions of dollars through it, I mean. You know, if it, okay, for example, if I owned a CSGO website and I was a scumbag that was basically taking advantage of people, allegedly. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> um, if I it, no, like for real, if I was a scumbag and yeah, no, I, I was you. making millions of dollars, and yeah. I had you, Adam, and you had a a big fan base, and you're my mm-hmm. boy, I would just pay you fifty k mm-hmm. a month just for whatever. I mean, there's millions of dollars. How am I going to siphon all this money through? I would just pay you, gotta you a, that money You got to clean it up somehow, right? So I would just pay you 50 grand or write you a $200,000 check and say, you know, have fun, um do your thing and then in the meanwhile a bunch of people you'd have influence on people. Um winning or losing, just having fun and just being there. I mean, that's the whole point. We're called influencers, right? Like when yeah. we when we did our our sponsored segment yesterday with Intel, you know, we are we are working to bring awareness to the brand. Um, And so people that watch us not only want to support us. So if they are going to buy a computer, they're going to go, oh, okay, I'm going to grab an Intel uh, CPU because they support Adam and Jeff um, and it's Intel. And so we have influence on people's decisions. Now, they hold all the power. They can decide to buy or not buy. But basically what these guys were doing is they were having an amazing time. It didn't matter if they won or lost. And here's, here's the part that makes it super sketch is even if they weren't cheating, and I don't believe that these guys were, but you never know. Uh, who am I to say? But even if they did know percentages like allegedly Phantom Lord knew and whoever else, who cares? They own the fucking site. So even if they lose skins, it doesn't matter. They, there's so much coming in all the time. You're playing in your own casino. You're playing in your own cas- Exactly. You're playing in your own casino. That's That's a good way of putting it. So that is why they were getting some heat. They've come out and said, "Well, you know, we have. I've mentioned it on stream from time to time. Um, I've even said it in a video here and there. But
0: it was post mortem. I put it in a description there was, for the video. Yeah. There was no <laughs> evidence
1: of this. They didn't go back and show moments in where they would say it. You would well, think the, voices, in the, in the, the, the way they phrased
2: it. They the way they phrased it, and it, this was Team Martin specifically." He's just like, oh, this site reached out to me, and, you know, it looks pretty cool, so I'm doing some work with them. And then he pitched the whole thing. And then people didn't know if there was a disclaimer or not, but after it became a thing, the disclaimers were on all the videos all of a sudden. Well, yeah, well, what
1: happened is when he got—when the heat went down, I I, think—I don't know. I could be wrong with the time frame, but when Phantom Lords shit hit the fan—
2: That was like July last year.
1: Other stuff popped up, and that was when this Martin guy or whatever— went and changed all of his descriptions and all of his yeah. videos. Like he went rogue and and changed everything because he realized like, oh, they're on to us. Like, you know, it's it. Listen, if they, if they if they own the CSGO website or Lotto site or whatever it is, it's all good, man. Make your money. Ain't nobody faulting you for what you're doing, right? I mean, by all means. Uh but you gotta be you gotta be honest with people and say, especially when you're gambling, because that's what it is. It's a gambling website. And you're going to be gambling on your own tables. Essentially, you have to tell people that hey, for one, uh, gambling is an addictive thing, and there can be a problem here because you're you're marketing to teens, kids. essentially kids, right? That don't know right from wrong. Um, some may do, of course, and once again, it's their own decision. But you're you're <clears throat> you're this is gambling, and then on top of that, I own the site, and I'm gambling for your entertainment. And I'm only going to upload the really awesome things that happen or the really bad things that happen for views. And it doesn't really matter because I own everything anyway that's coming in. I'm getting a piece of of everything that's coming in anyway. So even if he does lose a four or $5,000 spin, I mean, the amount of money in the run of a day, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Ridiculous So it's, it's just a lot of rich uh, – people got very rich, and uh, they got away with murder, obviously – because it's the internet and it's nothing sanctioned. Um, I'm just happy we don't see it as much. I'm happy we don't see it as much on Twitch. Uh, the sites are still going; they're still making millions of dollars. So, you know, good on them for making their money. But if they've done anything, you know, illegal or gray area, then they, I guess, they kind of have to live with that. I know I couldn't steal from my community and 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 feel good about it. You know what I mean? Like I just there there's a there's a line. You know, I, I, I've, I've taken deals that I was like, ah, I don't really like this all that much, but the money's so good, I can't say no, you know, and that's about as far as I would push my, my moral compass to, to go and steal from kids, essentially, um, while you're making millions. I mean, you're you already, and the vast majority of these guys, they're already millionaires anyway. They're already, they've already made so much money even before these sites, the
2: apology uh, video with the dog in the mansion the in already, the
0: driveway. They've already made their millions, so yeah, why just an, just an empty fucking house? And let me be sincere because I'm holding a puppy. Yeah, you know, let, just like.
1: But it is what it is. I'm not gonna hate. You know, I, I'm and I we
0: don't I know. Am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being impartial on yeah. this one. I'll say allegedly all fucking day, just because you know well, it's for true, whatever. Because I I don't want to point shit.
1: fingers when I don't know the full story. But when you start to piece things together, you can kind of realize what th- who these people are and, and how they operate and, and shit like I don't that. think it's you just, have
0: to be fucking Sherlock Holmes to be able to piece some of this shit together <laughs> and and it, like it's so allegedly 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 across everything uh, you know to be said here and, until it's proven otherwise I guess but the moment that dog fucking video went up it was so blatantly fucking obvious that it, it just like it looked
1: like Chris Brown after he was it, done beating Rihanna,
0: and then he went yeah, on news yeah, and he exactly. was wearing like a Rihanna fucking tie. Up, and a, Rihanna shows up all bloodied and shit. Nah, I didn't do it, man. She fell down yeah. the stairs. It was terrible. Her face blocked everything on the way down. It was awful. I'm so sorry. And you're sitting there going, okay, yeah, well. The dog helps. I believe you because you're holding a dog. You know, if you own a dog and you can take care of an animal, that means that you have thing, to be man. a good person. it's a, it's a PR so,
1: thing. That's what it is. It's
0: the house is like fucking empty. There's like nothing. That's
1: in That's because they, like, uh, what they do is either they buy big mansions and they have a bunch of people stay in there, oh yeah. or they just oh yeah. or they just rent out mansions on the West Coast. They have a whole Dude, bunch not? of YouTubers and shit that that go together and they make millions of dollars and they. You know they sex in every fucking thing that's walking up and down the streets, and they're driving their supercars, and they're just living the they're living the uh, the West Coast life, man. And uh, that's just that's just how they roll so out I, there, I, dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I, so it's
0: it's whatever it's whatever that they that they did whatever they did or allegedly did or whatever the fuck. I'm more upset with the FTC for basically being a, a pussified bunch of retards. I I can't I I can't grasp how. For longer than this thing has been going on, we have, as YouTubers and online content creators, been forced to uh, label when anything is advertisement-related or any connections to any company for any monetary gain whatsoever. This has been going on longer than this case has. And the FTC friggin' put that into place. And now this comes up after the fact and they get a get out of jail free card and say but if you do it literally yeah. if you do it again we're going to fine you $40,000 and everyone there went okay sure if you catch us fuck it why would I mean, we care? 40 grand. 40 grand.
1: I mean go ahead and find it's me the 40, 40 grand. go ahead and find me the 40 dude i made that 3 days on cs uh, cs lotto spins who cares? Yeah, the fine oh, the know.
2: fine was the part that annoyed me because it should have been more, but um that being said, they do have a lot of other enforcement pieces in there um which really suck for those guys because for the next 10 to 15 years they're kind of hosed. Um not not indirectly because now because they have to now have their lawyers on retainer for those 10 years at least. You don't think
1: these guys got the lawyers on retainer? It's I mean, going to be
2: more expensive now because they've got to retain so many more records and they have to be thorough about that. Um, which is and, yeah, but if the, the nicer part of it is, um, if they actually did do anything wrong, whatever, um, they have to do it for all of their businesses, not just this. So if they start anything new, anything, whatever. Even non-related to CS:GO, if their name is on like a document that they own it, whatever, they have to report fully everything like really heavily. So that part of the that part of the FTC thing, I'm cool with. That's important. But yeah, they should have been hit with like some
1: fine. I mean, percentage you should be doing whatever. that stuff with your business regardless. I mean, you know, it's that, that's that's not no, a, that's more, not a penalty. It's more of like, hey, dude, you're running corporations here. You know, file your shit properly. Like, oh yeah, the no, rest no, that, that
2: part is nor- not just the normal business records. This includes any time they produce a video or anything, they have to prove compliance that they have all of their disclosures and everything in place from launch, including
0: when and where they do it. I mean, it's 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 great that that's there. I guess that's like a thorn in their side. How big that thorn yeah, is like, is
2: debatable. I'm glad they had at least that part, but yeah, the fine should have been some percentage of whatever they made.
0: Well, that's why, like, yeah, a, a percentage of whatever they made over the course of the, 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 the period. Of, well, the, of, the thing of
1: is, is they period, can't. Yeah. The, the problem is they can't find them because they can't prove anything, right? That's the problem. And now, since they they have all these these rules in in place, that now they will find them and anyone else that is trying well, to, rule, to. What do you do mean? This... The rules
0: were already in place. Well, like I said, we've already had to disclose all this shit by the FTC standards for longer than this entire case has been going on. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is they haven't. Every, every, the damage has been done. I mean, the this problem is the first is,
1: one that
2: sets the precedent for YouTubers and this type of stuff.
1: Yeah, like the the what what are they going to do now? I mean, there is no proof of of anything now. The Phantom Lord thing's a little different, but with these guys, I mean, where's the proof that they that they weren't open at some point about their thing? Are they in every single video? Or are they supposed to go? We own this site. Um, this, is, yes, this is. I know. Actually. I understand yeah. that now. I understand that now. But where's the proof of it before that they didn't have it in the description that they weren't that it wasn't said in some way or whatever? I mean, there's just there's just no way. Now they have well, to. It's all both, yeah, they that's pretty easy. Have
2: to physically say it at the same time as having text on the screen. Yeah, and it's got to be, be at be the same volume, yeah. not faster, not slower. It's got to be. They like. I was reading some of the terms. I was like actually laughing. I'm like. Alright, so you can't do that whole pharmacy thing at the end where they like list off all the side effects super fast? Yeah, no. It's like you must say it at the same volume level that's completely audible and understandable by the normal layman.
1: They got away yeah. with it, dude. They, yeah. they, they made they got a bunch away of money and they got
0: away with it. They got away with it. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean... It just drives me nuts. I can guarantee you. Watch. watch. This is going to happen again? Same fucking outcome. Watch. It'll happen. It's America. This is, this is like the cycle a bunch of a bunch of dudes build something up, they skirt around rules, and nobody ever well, as gets long as you have enough the lawyers
1: wrist. I mean you can pretty much get out of anything
0: exactly, which is just so unsatisfying. It's like one of those things now where you have to like rely on just mother nature to take its course <laughs> to get reconciliation just hope, hope for, that the world for the world just g- corrects itself just corrects itself but anyway because, I uh, mean
1: it is what it is, you know. Um I guess we've talked enough yeah. about about these guys and and, and their other yeah, uh, gambling em. sites but uh fuck them make make your money man but just try and do it in a way that at least you're open I mean it's not hard just to tell people that you own the site and go ahead and make your money no one's accusing you of stealing <laughs> just go ahead and do your thing
0: uh, fuck them i got no respect for them uh, I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying. I'm. I'm trying not to be. be you, oh, bro well, you No, know, and I appreciate. I appreciate your ability to remain cool. Personally, fuck em. <laughs> <laughs> just personally fuck them they, they did stuff they did it knowingly they know what they did then they when they covered it up they continued to know that they were covering up what they were doing and they were they abused the system from top to bottom and their demographic from top to bottom through the entire process so it's not even about go make your money and you do you boo boo it's go fuck yourself and you do somebody else because <laughs> it's just whatever you you're mean doing you right get now, done by someone else there you go. Yeah. You it's, go. it's 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 gonna, it's going to it's going to bite you in the ass eventually. Uh PUBG. Hey, we just seem to talk about this thing every week, but they just keep pumping out the jams. Uh so PUBG, I, I just saw this tweet today. Uh they have successfully crossed 1 million active players on Steam concurrent. That's insane. Which That's is, insane. Which was at the time like what 300,000 above dota 2 yep. or something which Pretty is much. the second second place that's nuts that's absolutely crazy that means that one in 10 people that own that game were playing it at the time all at the same time yeah that's crazy that's insane uh so props to them for that i guess i'm i'm interested to see how long this trend goes yeah like where where, where peaks. where's the where's the peak right like where does that top out because as of the, right now it just seems to be like exponentially growing i think i think on the really first stopping. like
1: really big tournament like a huge you know it's coming like a really yeah. massive tournament i think that'll be the peak um but i i can see i can see uh player unknown being having a concurrent million for quite a while off mm. and on you know like it'll dip down obviously depending on the type yeah, of, of day yeah of course But this game seems like it's got its foot in the ground and it ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, H1Z1 is still doing relatively well. And considering how big PUBG is, I mean that'll tell you alone the the staying power of these games. I think uh, Twitch is is starting to move in a little bit of a a different direction. It is nice to see League of Legends uh, go down the list for once um, and have some competition. Mm Mm-hmm. And I actually think their PUBG is taking viewers substantial amount of viewers from League of Legends. I agree. Uh, and players from League of Legends are playing PUBG, and it it goes to show that a lot of people are not just into MOBAs; uh, they just want to play a game that's fun that with with other people or another team based game. And it is a beautiful thing to to see because it was <laughs> getting pretty tiresome seeing League of Legends at the very yeah, top. in yeah, for no, the last no three kidding. years.
0: Uh, on top of that, they're adding uh, fog is coming up in the next patch. I'm sure that's going that's to like uh, swimmingly with graphic settings. Just absolutely cripple anyone not running a, a god level computer because the game is uh, optimized about as well as a Ford Pinto. Mm. Uh and uh but that's on top of bug fixes and apparently this is the last update before they're slowing down to focus on bugs thank god. So uh the one thing I'm sad about here is that that doesn't include vaulting. Where the shit is vaulting? There's give it to me. It's going to be a while for that one. They've literally been doing the animation work
2: for it, meaning it's going to be a good ways away before they actually get that in the game.
0: Oh my god, I desperately need that. It's just so infuriating. You look down at the ground, and there is, no joke, a pebble. Like a a small stone that you could skip across water if you wanted to. And you're wondering, why am I not able to get over here? And you're jumping, and if you don't have a running start to jump over anything short of a piece of grass, you're not moving forward to save your life. So that vaulting desperately needs to be worked in. Uh, and just the movement in general. So you uh, don't have a
2: thirty-seven inch vertical leap.
0: I don't. No. Uh, I need to get on that that uh, that two-time level of uh, a vertical leap. It. I need to. I need to get. I need to get on that. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Why hasn't a major publisher, after the success, not you know before PUBG? There was obviously there were a couple of of players in this market. Every time one cropped up, it it became the new you know bigger one than the one before it. It just kept getting bigger and bigger. Can somebody explain to me why a major developer has not just said there is a money pit? You do realize a
2: Rockstar is making their own version of Battle Royale, but they're
0: no, they're well, are are they making a separate game or they're just dicking around with GTA Five? I think they're starting in GTA Five. They're probably going to turn it into a spinoff at some point. But I feel like it's too late now. Like then now you have I mean, Rockstar comes and, out and, and says they're smack, making well, one, it's yeah. gonna knock if they people. Smack, on yeah, their but they're ass. still gonna have. Yeah, but I don't think people playing PUBG give a fuck about Rockstar. Uh. I don't think many people in general fucking care about Rockstar anymore. To be honest with you, they've they've lost a lot of goodwill in the last 365 days, uh, and people just associate Rockstar with Grand Theft Auto. So there will be interest for it to be sure, but they're gonna have to do a really good job now because of PUBG's success. They're going to have to smash it. Before, they didn't have to smash it that hard because all the games that were out were just like PUBG, stitched together with hopes and dreams and barely fucking running. And now this is out, and yeah, it's still (laughs) stitched together with hopes and dreams and barely fucking running, but it's so big, it's reached critical mass, and they're going to have to do a lot better than they would have before. But uh, yeah, I've always been confused as to why we haven't seen anyone. Well, I don't I, I don't think do it's it. I
1: don't think it's worth it for them to get into it. I think it's risky. Um it, it's it's not their space. It's just not saying it can't be, but I feel like it's PUBG is like a perfect storm. And I, I feel like there'll be other games that'll come out, but they'll be indie and they'll you know they'll they'll take over pubg eventually but i think what's going to happen is you got to kind of let pubg run its course kind of like how h1z1 had to run its course it was dominant but these games do get repetitive they do get very tiresome and even when you're winning like even when i watch streamers that are constantly winning the 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 feeling of winning just diminishes every single time it gets it gets old it gets well the i mean same. that's every competitive it, it is, game ever it is true but i think after about a year of PUBG being in the spotlight and, and crushing it people are going to start getting pissed off with some updates that they make or maybe they're going to want to try and monetize it a little bit more maybe the game is still broken in some way and people are looking for a reason to jump ship kind of like how it happened with h1z1 and when PUBG came out and they tried it and it was cool and they did what what H one Z one did, but better. Everybody hopped and jumped ship. It's gonna be. It's only gonna be a matter of time. I don't think anybody should go up against it right now. They're a juggernaut, like League of Legends in the MOBA space. If you're new and you're up and coming, you're just gonna get crushed. You got to kind of let. You got to kind of let it go. Let let oh, the yeah, storm point, go. Absolutely. And uh, then yeah. fast and, second and, is passed. Like you're. gonna yes, Oh yeah. Yeah. And but I think in about a year. W- people will be open to trying a new game again and if they do something better than PUBG then i think it's got a chance to blow up it's all about the streamers that's what blew this game up is streamers that's oh, yeah. that's it i mean if there's well, no such thing as twitch in, anything there's anything no PUBG. in this space
0: that's what that's what does it and competitive games live and die by twitch right now that's just the way it is if it's not a competitive game it doesn't necessarily require twitch it's a nice bonus if they can pay you know lyric fifty thousand dollars to play the game for like three fucking hours and put it in front of a couple million people then yeah yeah that's whatever but competitive games live and die on twitch yep and PUBG is obviously no different I just, I I don't understand because there are other genres that have been flooded, not by like small players, but major players, and it hasn't stopped anyone from jumping into that market regardless. Like card games, for example, Hearthstone became popular, and it's not like Blizzard is some small Korean company making a game by proxy for some dude in America, this fucking Blizzard, and then everyone on the planet has been cranking. Card games out for every title that has ever been made <laughs> since we've been children, and it's still continuing. In fact, the next topic we're going to be going on about here, coming up, is that Magic the Gathering is throwing their hat back in the arena again. again and so literally. This is, yeah. So I, I'm I'm confused as to why you know prior, to, and I agree with you that right now obviously it would be suicide to go up against PUBG, but I mean previously to this, I don't. I can't fathom. People say risk, but I mean, what risk is there? This is the the. Uh, the it's just these not how they operate,
1: man. It's just it's kind of like Nintendo, where you're going. Why in the fuck don't they just stock the shelves? Like, why do they keep doing this? I think well, it's just a matter I mean, of of the business. I think there, you know, shareholder issues, um, risk issues. The you fact don't want also, inventory laying on shelves. And also, also, if even if you have a a, a company like Rockstar, where you, you go, Rockstar puts out a beta version of a, of a pub G, right? And they call it, they call it, you know, GTA arena. I don't know. All right. And it's fire name, Jeff. Yeah. So they call it or, or <laughs> red dead, red dead arena fire. or whatever. Right. Oh, Which I think would be pretty cool. That would be but pretty baller with horses. Yeah. And shit. So they call it red dead arena and it's in beta and people are playing the game and it's all broken to fuck. Right. It's like, you know, it's, it's like a PUBG. When when they started out, that really diminishes the the look of the company, and it's hard for mega companies like that to associate themselves with a discounted or a lesser uh, standard of a game. And the only way that these games grow and, and blossom is from start to finish, where you put out the bare bones and you get feedback and you add things you keep that hype going you let you bring in new people you pay a few streamers you sell some more then you add this thing you get headlines again and you sell some more and then you play a while it drops down a bit and then you headline a new update and it comes out those are the type of things that these games need. The consumer needs to feel like they're part of the growth. They need to be attached to it like a child. They need to watch it grow, watch it blossom, and they want to feel like they've been part of that. They want to have that ownership, that entitlement, that uh, that uh, uh, that hipster-type feel like, oh, you know, I discovered that that IPA before it was even a big one, or I discovered <laughs> that band before they went fucking, before they blew up. That's just the mentality of it, and I think if Rockstar go, comes and makes something like that or Blizzard or any of these big companies, they're going to have to diminish the quality of games that they put out now, whatever you consider quality. But if, if they come yeah, out, I know, I know, know these but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there, there's, this, there's this level, and I feel like I get what you're when saying, they go yeah. into that space— it dumbs it down. It was like when I went into Porsche to, to 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 look at a car, and I go, "Hey, can I get a discount on this?" Because I'm looking at another thing. They go, "We don't do discounts." Well, what do you mean you don't do discounts? Well, because it lowers it, We're not a discount company. We don't we don't lower our standards. Like either you can afford this or you can't no, afford. It's a luxury this, right?
0: product. It's why they never it's, go on sale. Exactly. So
1: I think it's sort of the same mentality of these mega companies where, listen. In their eyes, they go, oh, you know, you've got a million concurrent, which is nothing to scoff about at all. I mean, that is huge. Those are huge numbers. But that's just one and a whole bajillion amount. And I think what the AAA guys are going is saying, let them have their little victories here. Wait till GTA 6 comes out. You know, we've got bigger fish to fry. Let them, let the the indies do their indies and let us, you know, really we'll sell, sell title. We'll destroy Yeah, we'll destroy them. I think that's the way to. I could be wrong. If you have a different point, I'd love to hear it. But I think that's what it is, honestly. And it's just I, risky. I just, you also get sorry, uh, and you can also yeah. get out outsold by fucking PUBG. Can you imagine sure. if, if Grand Theft Auto came out with their own version, and sure. it wasn't it wasn't as good? Maybe graphically it looks great. You know, it's wonderful. It's available on all platforms and great. But what happens if it doesn't sell good? What happens if it's only got fifty thousand concurrent? And yet, PUBG's got a million. How does that look? You're going to get taken out by a fucking by by this by this not even a small company now, but in in terms of you know size here, you got.
0: Well, again, now damn. I mean, again, this is all this is all on the back of of people coming out with something to go up against PUBG. I mean, my my whole thing has been previous to PUBG. Yeah. You know how? And the reason why I say that is because. Like I mentioned before, everyone that's come out, every iteration from a different company that's come out has been slightly better than the one that's come before it in some way to draw pretty much the majority of players into this new this new game and bring in new players. But they're always, I mean, I think it'd be silly to to say that PUBG is anything but pretty fucking busted. Mm. So, and it's and it's and now it's not because they don't have money anymore. And sure, they're going to do it, but the thing is, obviously. The company that's making the game is not a, a high end developer. No. They've got all this money, but the money isn't going to suddenly make the developer better. a million times better. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, the catch 22 for them. Uh, previous to PUBG, there was, uh, there was definitely a market space there. I don't, you know, when it comes to risk, any new IP, regardless of genre, carries risk. There is obviously uh, a a risk level associated with various genres at any given time. First person shooters are like the lowest risk on the market bar none and then you you know My Little Pony Island Adventures is on the other end of the spectrum. That's kind of a stupid idea. Maybe you no know, maybe not do that one. Yeah. But um when it when it comes to this where you have this is for now both third and first person shooter Step 1, that's a pretty good start. Most people are, are interested in that in that space. That's pretty easy. It's a proven concept in a test bed in the tune of hundreds of thousands and and actually probably millions of, of people that have bought these games leading up to PUBG's release. Um any company, I'm not saying that like let's let's uh, when I say major publisher, I don't mean necessarily that Rockstar puts their flagship um, development team on top of it. Yeah. Major publishers like like Take Two. Uh, well, I should say Rockstar is a, a developer, but like Take Two or EA Ubisoft. or Bethesda. You know, yeah, yeah it, my, even Microsoft's in-house. They they all own a varying selection of developers that a, B, are good C, at D, different. Tiered, jud- yeah, different except projects. tiers. Almost any tier under any of those publishers. Almost any of them. Are likely to be better than. No offense to to you know to PUBG's okay. developer. Yeah, PUBG's developer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't think like you're you're the type of guy. I think and you're I, bashing I, on Bluehole a bit more than and you I, should be. And I heard I heard you you know yesterday when when we did the Intel a uh, bit. um yeah. And afterwards, I mean, y- you yeah. you you go on rants about how the game is developed in terms of playability like you know uh, you know just stupid glitches and dumb shit that just shouldn't happen you know shoot somebody point blank and all this other stuff and we also got into a heated argument uh, a few weeks back where we talked about the different successes of of what it takes to be a streamer and what works for certain people i'm i'm like we said before i'm the guy that doesn't really care all that much about audio levels. Doesn't really care too much about um, g- getting to know a game before I play it. I'll just I see jump where right you're in. Going,
0: I see where you're going with this already. Exactly. Like, I,
1: under, I understand. And, and, you're, and you're more of the technical side. Now, just because yeah. these other AAA title publishers can make a better game mechanically, it doesn't mean, and and in fact, most times, and I think we can probably both agree on this, mm-hmm. most times, they don't, they're not as in-tuned with with actually creating a fun game like just gameplay wise like just a game that hooks people in that creates buzz that that uh people just want to share that doing highlights on and all this other stuff they they know one thing only money they need to make money and so the way that they approach things is differently than the way an indie developer approaches things. Now, also indie developers can make shitty games too. I mean, they can fall flat on their face, but when there are gems, when there are special games, you can look past the 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 mistakes that that these people that are creating the games make, whether it's going through a wall or loading up and you can see through shit or whatever. They're annoyances, But uh, at the end of the day, forget that Sony dove into this, too,
2: and they made H1Z1 like Sony was the backer behind that. And their game was a much bigger pile of garbage than what PUBG is right now. Yeah. So,
1: like, the, the thing is, it's it's you don't go to McDonald's and complain that your burger doesn't look like it looked on the menu. You go to McDonald's because it makes you feel good. You know, it's bad for you. You know you know it's going to make you feel sick in the morning. You know you're going to complain about it. And that's the way that a game like PUBG is. You know you're going to spend your early access. You know you're going to bitch that it's early access. You know that you're going to fucking shoot somebody in the head and it isn't going to register sometimes. You know that there's going to be lag spikes. But you know what? It makes you feel good. And at those moments that in time where you're playing the game and you get you run over a few people like the clip that you showed me and it puts that smile on your face or you get that chicken dinner, you forget about all the bullshit in that moment. And it doesn't really matter anymore. So PUBG is, of course, it is. It's the McDonald's of video games where it is easy to 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 get to. White Castle. Everyone is playing it. Everyone is eating it. Everyone's consuming it. Everyone knows it's not the greatest thing, but yet everybody doesn't give a fuck.
0: They just—they don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Argue, I'm not arguing that at all. I mean, uh, most of the most popular games that have ever come up in spurts have been the most broken-ass games imaginable, because from a viewership standpoint on Twitch. That's what makes funny shit yeah, for the viewers. Well what I right? was
1: saying is you you
0: were saying, Well <clears throat> well, why why isn't it that they don't go into
1: the space because they can make a better game? I mean, even if it was their B or C list developers, they could make a more co cohesive game.
0: It's not necessarily them saying why don't they enter the space just because they can make a better game. That's part of it, and I think it's I think that's uh there is a really huge probability that the game would be fundamentally yeah. better oh, oh, built sure. i'm saying that there was there was possibly inarguably a a vacuum there to be filled for there to be money made more so than other games that the major publishers have put out on in the last year or two That's just what I'm saying is that it's, 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 it's just been not not like shocking or some shit, but it was weird to me that it wasn't because all these major developers are fighting in these super saturated, um, spaces, you know, these, and, and then a hole like this opens up and uh and i'm just kind of surprised that nobody took it i'm aware i'm aware that just because a game is fundamentally built better doesn't necessarily make it's going make it more successful or that it will be more successful or make more money or whatever um that's not that wasn't my argument at all i was just saying i'm surprised that nobody took it up because unless they really fucked up and i mean they would have had to do some crazy shit to mess it up it was going to break even which at the end of the day mm-hmm. if you go to the st- the stakeholders and the shareholders and say here's our project we are projected to get into the gray everyone goes have fun have fun as long as you break even well you never know so, Adam. you never know uh, yeah.
1: now that we're seeing these big headlines and
0: the big success sure of this happen. maybe
1: yeah. we will see it happen maybe it, like maybe you it said, is it's being in development be, now we just don't yeah, know right
0: l- like you said, it's going to have to, and I mean, coincidentally, it's not like they can just press a button no. and boom, the game is here. No. So, you know, conveniently, while PUBG is super popular right now, there are probably a couple of, of variations from from people coming up that will launch after the majority of this crazy yeah. PUBG phenomena has kind of subsided a bit uh, and then give them a, a better chance at going toe-to-toe because right now, oh yeah, God, yeah, it would be a complete... be suicide. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't be a good look at all. No, it'd be bad. Not only would people be like uh, chirping you for biting, uh, you know, PUBG's whole thing, uh, but just the the sheer number of people playing PUBG, nobody's going to (laughs) want to move somewhere else. It's just, it'd just be silly. Then again, you uh, could pay
1: Summit, Dr. Disrespect, (laughs)
0: you know, Lyric a lot of money uh,
1: and say play this for a month.
0: You know but would that come off bad for doc like the doc like would that come off like, like i can see Le- Le- before, lyric can do like i don't know like, like lyric i don't think it's gonna can look do whatever you want dude the
1: guy the guy's got an epic mustache and a fucking <laughs> insane mullet and crazy ass antics Six people <laughs> eight, people the aren't there American 37
0: gear, inch vertical leap they don't
1: they don't give a shit they don't give a shit what game that guy's playing as long as he's streaming that's it. That's the show. 1993, yeah.
0: 1994, back to back blockbuster video game champion. This guy's a fucking legend. Yeah, he's a I god.
1: And so I, you know, <laughs> I think I think that this that this one space, oh, this shit. one space, can be uh one where you could actually buy yourself into the market. I and oh, a lot of other yeah. spaces, it does not you work. Can't do that? You can't do no. it. But in this one specifically, because of the influence. Of these Twitch streamers and how they make it so much fun with with just over-the-top antics and crazy highlights and shooting people and YouTube viral videos and and all this other smoke and mirrors that go along with, with the whole thing. I feel like a company, whether it's a AAA or another indie, if they have the capital, they could mm-hmm. buy their way in. Maybe not buy their way to the number one spot, but they can most certainly buy their way in and, and get a big return on investment uh, just, just from paying streamers.
0: Do you think, do you think not to like drag this on forever, but we, oh, the other topics are pretty quick. So I'm trying to get get as much out of this as possible. Do you guys think that some of this is because as weird as this might sound that the, some of the major publishers and, and perhaps even the, the developers just flat out haven't quite figured out Twitch culture yet? Or the new live streaming, the content creation culture that exists. I think, that's, you, a big you think part. that's part I think of that's the problem. A, I think 100% that's a hundred percent dead of it. on correct. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I yeah. mean, look at
2: again. We were we were talking about this on Twitter a bit earlier, but like, look at Ubisoft for example. With For Honor, they yeah. fuck that shit up royally, and that
1: game is dead as a doornail. Well, they on tried things. to buy their way in. Yeah, and they, they tried. Just and then once they once people stopped it. paying them, that was they stopped playing it the game. Just ended. Um, you know what? It, that is a big thing, and I still see it. Like when I go to the movie theater, it's a hard thing to understand. And I was there yet when I was there yesterday watching it. Um, on the pre-show, they had a um a preview for uh, I think it was actually Counter Strike. Yeah, it was. It was Counter Strike where you can go into the theater and watch CS:GO on mm, like one of on the, the major big screen or something? And things um a lot of these uh and what I'm trying to say with that is a lot of these triple a title guys they're still stuck in two thousand eleven where they think it's more about events um you know in an actual facility venue venue yeah. that in, in a in a hundred thousand dollar prize or whatever is is the big shebang right they they think it, it's It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why these... Now, it's not everybody, but I don't know why they don't have... They haven't hired on people that are in tune with the industry now. And I think a lot of it is because a lot of these big companies take a while to catch up. Because typically when when they're in development for something, it's years before what what you're actually... So by the time a game is done... The, this industry with Twitch and everything is moving so fast that whatever they produced is now outdated. Someone's already come up with something better. Yeah, uh, they've missed their mark. They, they, you know, what was cool, which would have worked at the time that they were developing it, is no longer relevant, and so they're way behind. So I agree. That is a huge, huge part of the problem. Massive. I mean, why isn't Call of Duty? Why isn't Halo? a big game on Twitch? Why isn't Call of Duty... Now, Call of Duty does have a following depending on the event and stuff like that. But why isn't there... Why isn't Activision be, uh, besides Blizzard and it's the Blizzard side of things that is the reason why Activision has their name on anything related on Twitch that has any type of relevancy? Well, why why don't we see anything bigger? I mean, you even look at uh, Epic that has Paragon and, uh, and, and another game... Uh, another sandbox-like game that they just announced. Fortnite. That, Fortnite, yeah, which looks cool. Why aren't they caught up with the times? Even they're lagging they're behind. They're the old
2: school. Well, Epic's kind of like one of the old school developers. Like, I mean, Unreal Tournament and yeah. then the Unreal Engine. They, they do that stuff. They're old school. They're tech. Yeah. They do the tech development. You know, They don't care as much about it because everyone else will just make their games using Epic stuff. Mm-hmm. And Epic, That's where Epic
1: makes course, their money. That's where they, they make they their money much. off their engines.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. like, I don't think for Epic, it doesn't matter much. But, yeah, like, Microsoft hasn't understood it for a long time. They're starting to now. Um, Activision, same, exactly what you said. Um, Sony, surprisingly, they understood it really well, but they still fuck it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. Like, they tried with H1Z1, and they delivered mm. a shitty game, which surprised me because they delivered Planetside, which mm. is, like, one of the largest massive like multi-user shooters in existence and it's still running and it's still doing well yet. Somehow H one Z one was just a piling pile, like steaming pile of trash, especially on the netcode, which is something you would think a massive studio like Sony would get right. <laughs> and that's I think what, it's a mixture. And that's where PUBG think, is uh, suffering. Like they don't have their yeah. network skills are trash. The game itself Absolutely. is put together pretty well. It's got a lot of really redeeming features, but you know, you would think that the, you know, the bigger studios, if they get the culture, they're in, they're set. But mm. they're taking too long on the culture. So you've got the smaller companies like Blue Hole and these other guys coming in and being like, you know what? I get the memeing. I get the Twitch chat. I understand what they're looking for, and I can give them a platform to have those moments. And then they just put out their early access game, and then they make a killing.
0: Yeah, the um, I I, I want to say that just like with a lot of companies that have to deal in this kind of space, is that the moment that you're unwilling to bring in fresh blood into the company to to uh, do the you know to inform those who are you know over the age of forty uh, as to what is actually going on, uh, then you fall behind really really quickly. You're if, gonna regret if that every, line in like ten years, Adam. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is what it, it is. What it is like. I, like I'm not saying replace the people in the company with new with younger people, but what I'm saying is, if you're going to try and enter a space like Sony in with H1Z1 or whatever, and you understand that the that a lot of it is going to be, uh, you know, based on how well it does on Twitch, then then you you have to assume that you need to do some due diligence and bring in people from the Twitch community and say, okay, fucking teach me what's going on here. Tell me what's going on here. Help me understand. Or just field it in front of them. Put it in front of them before they do anything. Just be like, hey, does this seem like something that would actually work? <laughs> just take a friggin' focus stab groups. at it. See, that's, like,
1: that's what you should be doing, Adam. That's you, you, should, you should be the guy that is knocking on doors and getting into offices with people and telling them what they're doing wrong, and how you're an asset to make them, to make them better and in the most respectful manner that you can. Uh, because companies do need people that have an inside a look and consultant. that have lived it and knows what it is. And I think there's a shit ton of money that somebody's going to come in there and they're going to change a company flat out and they're going to turn millions and millions and millions of dollars all just because they listened to a young gun that came in and uh, and was in tune with how things are going. Blizzard does that. I mean, there, there are people that work for Blizzard that are literally all they do is they're just community based. That's it. They they follow the the influencers within the communities. They know everything. They hang out in stream chats. They they go to events. They take them to nice they dinners. They get the pulse. they that's it. That's that's what they do. And um, and it's not until these uh, these companies get in tune with that. Not saying they're not gonna be successful, but they're always gonna have they're always gonna be looking, they're gonna be window shopping. They're gonna be looking from the outside, going, Hmm, yeah, oh, that looks nice. Yep. No, but I'm not going in. I'm I'm not, not going for it. I'm not going I'm, I'm not, not going biting. in. But you need no. you, they need guys like you, Adam, that's gonna go, no, come in, just try it on. Just try it on, you know. You know, take a <laughs> selfie, put it on Instagram, see how many likes you get, think it over. Yeah, you know, it's not gonna hurt you to try it on if you don't like it. Put it right back on the shelf and go, just keep walking,
0: you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. So I, I think that's definitely, yeah, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's bang on. Uh, I, I yeah, I just, I just wish, I just wish that, uh, and I, you know, I'm hard on PUBG like anything else because I like it a lot, right? Like, I enjoy the game. I've played it like 90 hours since, it, since I started playing it. Um, so I I do enjoy it a lot. And so I'm harder on it because of it, uh, because of it. Um, I just, I am, I am so, I'm, I'm so ready for the bug fixes. I'm
3: so ready. I'm just so
0: ready. I don't want to land on the ground and all of a sudden nothing loads in anymore. That just way too often does that happen. Uh, you know, just all the little small stuff that just drives you, you know, batty uh, when you play it that, that often. But, uh, I do, I think it's great game. I don't think it's any I don't think it's any you know bit of luck that it's doing as well as it uh, that it is doing. I'm excited for this update. I'm excited to see my computer cry trying to render fog because uh, that's probably gonna be a, a complete gong show when it happens. <laughs> uh, and if not, even better, fantastic. there's a new gun coming too, which is the micro uh, 14
2: or the mini 14 or something.
0: Yeah, it's another five five six round gun thing. Uh, I don't know if it's a box drop or if it's just a regular-ass gun, but, uh, hey, more guns. Those are always good. So we'll see how that goes, and, and we'll we'll talk about more as it, uh, as it, uh, comes up. Moving on. Uh, we had a segue a while ago. I'm gonna finally update the topic. text. gonna re-segue kind of back to it? About- yeah. So Magic the Gathering is a game that's been around for a while. <laughs> it's been, it's been around the block a few times... Some people may have heard of it before. Uh, they're trying their—I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to to Panic on this one, but I guess they are trying their hand at the computer, you know, card game, you know, market again because they've done it before. With I want to say maybe even more than once. Yeah, they've done it two or three yeah. times, and so now they're trying it again. Uh, and I guess it's going to be called Arena. So, Mister Panic. Get get us the lowdown on what's going on here and why I need right. to be excited about the fact that Magic is trying to be hip and cool. I don't I don't know if you should be excited, but um,
2: they might have actually gotten one of those magical people that Jeff was talking about and brought them in. They might have. Um, the whole the whole thing with Magic is it's it's the granddaddy of all collectible card games, pretty much. Like it's the it, it's the big it's the elephant in the room. It's very well done. It's very polished. It's a complex game, but you can get into it pretty easily, but it's always had difficulty breaking into the online portion, um, like just that. It's not easy to watch. It's not fun to watch. So they they pretty much said, "Look, MTG Online, what we already have, that's not going anywhere. That's going to stay as is. That's actually one of the best like online repositories of all the cards that have ever been printed in existence. That's staying as is for the people who want the more classic experience. They're saying now for MTG arena, we want to make this thing watchable. We want the excitement. We will. And they, they use the words Twitch in their releases. Wow. They're like, Holy we want shit. the Twitch experience to be good. We want like, you know, want the exciting gameplay that you see in, you know, other collectible card games because they, and they said, they, they said our game is better you know, technically and mechanically than all these other ones out there. You know, we know this for a fact and a lot of people do too.
1: Everybody but, knows that yeah. for a fact. Yeah. And
2: they're like, but our online presence for like this hasn't been great. So this is what our focus is for this. But then they came out and said, look, the way this is working is um, you know, this is getting this is gonna include all the cards in the current standard version of play. Plus, they're going to do, like, a 1,000 cards a year from, like, all the new sets coming in. Um, And they're going to try to keep it up to date with card sets that are already out. Um, And the big thing, and this is the one that got me excited when I was reading about it, was they said, oh, yeah, by the way, um, the reason this took so long is we've been working on machine learning so that, you know, the game engine can read all the new cards we've put out and generate the rules for the game to just be able to work with them. So whenever they come up with new cards, whenever they come... <laughs> somebody,
0: somebody in marketing, when you said machine learning, just had an orgasm yeah. panic. Somebody but Pretty just, much they, uh, said,
2: they said, look, we make all the cards and we already have the cards <laughs> made. They didn't want to have to have someone go in and program them all the time. So they've come up with a way to kind of um, programmatically do a lot of that part. So whenever their rule designers and whoever make the card, it can much more easily be ported into the game so they can keep it up to date. Because these card sets come out pretty quickly nowadays. Wizards has been really yeah, good yeah. about that. So they kind of wanted to – they pretty much said, look, this will give you a solid online experience um, that you can watch on Twitch. You'll get the excitement. You'll get anime, all that fun stuff. But at the same time, you still get the magic experience. Now, what I'm curious about and which I don't think they've given much info on because, again, this is still like very under wraps for a lot of the stuff um, is how the card collection and stuff works. Is It's a free-to-play game. I'm assuming it's gonna be like Hearthstone card packs, and how does oh, that? Of course, like, yeah, obviously. I mean, of course. Yeah. So, you know, that's you know, and again, I f- I'm, I'm more interested in what this is gonna do for things like Hearthstone. Um, I this this could be the one that would you know this one might make what Dota's doing dead on arrival because you know if it's gonna be Dota versus the you know because someone's gonna pick card games versus like Artifact or Magic, I'm pretty sure they're gonna pick Magic because that's like the established brand
1: um but i you think know, when it, magic it, i think when magic comes out it's going to be interesting uh, it, it'll be interesting I'll, I'll be interested in it as long as it it, it keeps its in- integrity intact yeah. with with how complicated the game can be and how much more it it, it, it will be yeah. it, it would be the dota of card games right where yeah. there'd be the elitist that'll play it it'll do well it won't be as big as hearthstone uh, but it, it would do very well i'm interested to hear where this yeah. goes
0: my concern is how expensive it's going to be because Magic is flat out the most expensive card game to play on the planet. Uh, it's what not about even Pokemon? Close. No, <laughs> <laughs> Magic is still more expensive. There's just uh, it's, eh. it's 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 yes, it's not even close. A, a, a playable Magic deck, unless you you're building some real basic bit shit, is constantly evolving. Not only not only is the expensive one off, but then then if you want to keep playing and keep relevant, you're you're buying a new deck you said it yourself it's the the cycle is is yep. fierce the shit comes out all the damn time i got an next door neighbor that's deep into it and and they're just hemorrhaging money keeping <laughs> up with 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 magic decks i think that'd be so um, cool
1: though i think that's i think that's very very dope if if yeah even if it even if it is expensive um, which I don't think it will be. I think the packs will be sort of right in the same realm their, as they'll know yeah, their they'll, numbers. I mean, it's a little different from actually having physical printed cards and having digital cards. Um, the digital cards, maybe, yeah, they may have and maybe they have individual value. I don't know. Maybe they all don't have value at all. They all are all valued at the same, just different rarity when you when you pull the cards. I think it's great if they're gonna if they're gonna come out with like, you know, a thousand cards a year or some shit, um i'm down (laughs) you know that would be amazing like that's one thing that's shitty about hearthstone is there isn't enough cards coming out and the decks become very very monotonous after a while it's the same thing
2: that was my biggest complaint when it came out i'm like because it goes down to like game design like collectible card games part of the reason why they work so well is you're supposed to have like a huge selection of cards that you could play that's what makes it just statistically, like I'm talking mathematically, complex to play the game because it makes it so that you're playing your opponent because your opponent had to build the deck, and then yeah, you have it's to also play just fresh
1: to just see yeah. new cards all the time and just Earthstone seeing people just do like, things that you never really yeah. normally see and play things a certain way that. It just Yeah, Hearthstone
2: is you see the same decks over and over. You get top You know, the decks are too small. You get top well, it comes down. Yeah.
1: It comes down to who's going to pull what first. Like, yeah. it's the RNG of it. And obviously, there's RNG in every card. It's a oh, card yeah. game. I, yeah. I mean, it's That's a gamble. <laughs> but at least with Magic, there's different forms of RNG. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's many different ways that things can go. Instead of in StarCraft, for example, you're going to see the same openings. And as soon as you see it, you know what they're trying to go, when they're going to go it. And is it going to work or isn't it going to work? It would be nice with Magic is
3: mm-hmm.
1: constantly getting new cards. I think that's amazing, and and they might even generate more uh, revenue because people are going to want to consistently get the new cards that are out.
0: So, two I think up I for think me. what I'm most interested in out of all of this. I mean, I've always wanted to have Magic get into the into this market and 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 be a thing that maybe I could do on the computer. I have no interest in playing physical cards with Magic because, no. like I said, it's it's too expensive. complicated and
2: takes a while to get into.
0: Um. I wanna I wanna see I wanna see how they try and do the uh spectating differently or, or how they try and tackle how it. How they make it interesting to watch. Exactly, because uh, there's there's only so much that the you know that you could you would think that they'd be able to do given the the sheer number of cards that they pump out. You know, they can only do so much with uh with uh, with how they display actions being taken on the board. so I don't know. uh we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm that's what I'm most interested in. I'd love to see it do very well. I'd like to see another competitor out there in the card market. Um, you know, which I didn't think I'd ever say. But it's magic. Yeah, magic is already there. It's a thing. It's the card game. Yeah. It's just that it's never been able to get into this market. So I think it's, if anyone should didn't be allowed to give it a shot, which market? And I feel like they finally yes. might. They finally might. We'll see it. We'll see it happen. Uh, I think. I think it'll be cool. And they have the ability to say, "Hey, you know, let's bring in as a launch thing." They'll be like, "Hey, we're going to bring in an invitational people that have won." Uh, magic tournaments at, at various levels and bring them in and, and just right off the rip have like this crazy fucking tournament that, that would be uh, the top players that have probably been playing this game for as long as I've been fucking alive, some people for sure. So I want to know what I want to so, do?
2: I want to see if we can get one of these guys like once they get closer to launch, if we can get one of them on the mm-hmm. show maybe. That would be pretty That's cool to talk to them
0: about. A man can dream. Yeah, we can dream. A man can Am dream. I... Hey <laughs> my... Aim high. But yeah, so uh let's let's cross our fingers for for MTG. Hopefully they can uh they can make that happen. Uh also kind of related to what uh what uh, popped up in that uh, PUBG conversation um was uh the Blizz. well oh, this is the Blizzard Arena. So when Jeff was saying that people need to start realizing, or companies need to start realizing that it's not always about physical locations and and events, Blizzard's <laughs> doubling down on it. So they're coming up with Blizzard <laughs> Arena in Burbank, uh, which. Yeah, that's why so I'm it's not like a billionaire, man.
1: That's why I'm not a billionaire, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, they've opened this this to do their events in various events for various games that they do esport things for and, and, and whatnot. I think we talked about this when they first announced the idea of it. They were talking uh, about doing something,
2: back. but um, they they didn't kind of hint that it was going to be like they didn't make it sound like they're going to build a permanent venue. Um but effectively this is exactly what it is. They've built a permanent yeah. venue with multiple stages and capacity to store decently sized audiences, but they could they can effectively now do a lot of their esports production in-house because they'll have these multiple sound stages. Um you know, they can have Overwatch League going at the same time as, you know, a Hearthstone championship and they can keep that in-house and in studio which makes it easier for them to keep talent locally. So there's some benefits to this. Um, they've also mentioned, as a, I was kind of laughing, he's like, we can have a Blizzard gear store on site that will be active during events for the appropriately themed merchandise. And I'm like, oh, of course. Stadium. But I think like yeah. they, I, they, they pretty much said they're going to do something like this temporarily, but now apparently it's permanent uh, location because they wanted to show a lot of the people coming in for Overwatch League, hey, this is kind of like the venue you should be building for your Overwatch League franchise in whatever your um, region is. You know, so that when, pe- think, when teams I, are traveling, they have an arena to go to.
1: I mean, do we really give a shit about this? I mean, it's it's cool that it's there. I mean, awesome. It's going to be a great venue so that keeps it com- some consistency in terms of production. But beyond that does anybody give a shit like i don't care about the burbank one but you know
2: we have uh we have overwatch stuff coming for new york if there's an esports venue in new york i'd be pretty cool i'd be pretty pumped about that i'd like to be able to go to an event you know on a more regular basis than some like one-off thing for me again that's for me i like going to these events and i like that
1: experience so do i but i mean how many of these things can you really go to uh and and you're only really servicing the people that live in that city. So unless you're planning to put one in all over the place, which just wouldn't even it wouldn't even. Well, yeah, I can see one. For the, for I can the, see one going into New York yeah. and I can see one going into California somewhere. And and great. I mean, that's, nobody in Minnesota
0: is going to be cranking like, out a fucking Blizzard Arena. Oh, yeah. and, and, and no, and, no and, they are not. <laughs> And the vast majority
1: (laughs) of people that are going to be watching the shit, even from New York or wherever they're going to stick one, they're still going to just watch it online. It's just I think it's more of a place, a hub where they where teams can get together and do the little, you know, whatever. It's like it's like UFC's training facility that they built in Las Vegas, where um, you can go in and you can you can see how the these athletes work out and there's. You know, uh, those those cryo chambers or whatever the fuck those things. (laughs) Yeah, whatever that whatever they are. And there's all these different cool looking things. It's like, all right, cool. UFC, this is a great this is cool to say you have a big venue and that whatever. It's great for the athletes that want to go there and recover. And it's this is all fine and dandy. But people are going to watch your pay-per-view. People are going to people. This is like a it's like a museum. You go to the museum once, you see the shit, it never changes. You're just like, I'm not never going back to this museum again. Because there's no point. Unless a friend is in town and we decide I want to take him to the museum and show him how I cool. I don't know. It is. I kind
2: of disagree because um, again, for for the current structure, you're right. But Blizzard and others aren't going for the current structure. They're going for a more regular league-based format where teams will travel to each other's regions and do the regional base like like the NBA does, like all uh, like the regular sports leagues do. So yeah, if they're going for in,
1: except in a two thousand square foot venue, uh, they'll be larger than that. Bunch this bunch pretty sweaty that stink.
2: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that might not be it. Might not be ideal to start, but for like a starting point, Blizzard Arena is pretty not a bad idea. I don't think.
1: I don't. I don't, I don't think disagree. it's a bad idea. Uh, I just don't I, think it's a exciting one
0: yeah i I don't disagree with the fact that they're trying to you know what you just described, what they're trying to do and that there has to a more is their regular they' yeah if that is their goal that there has to obviously be a starting point yeah. you know it everything starts somewhere fine i think it's a bad idea <laughs> not not the not the building itself but the the goal that they're working towards via you know the and, physical and team presence of travel this that's dumb um, they're trying to turn it into a sport. actual sport yeah. where the where the people that the vast majority of people uh that are into this stuff are going to more likely just want to watch it on their own time at home at work wherever they are the the it's nice to think that that esports would necessitate a structure like that and i'm sure that financially At some point, they could make it happen, but I don't think, I don't think just by the nature of the business that it's going to be long term viable financially to upkeep these places for the number of people that are wanting going to show up for a regular game. Like like if you posted every single game that that teams were playing on the road to said you know Overwatch Championship whatever right. The Owl League, the Overwatch League, and you're you're doing like a regular season games on ESPN The Ocho or some (laughs) shit coming to you live from California-based Blizzard Studios with, you know, 300 people watching six dudes on stage or 12 dudes on stage battling it out. You know, that's a regular... Can you imagine? Regular season sports have a hard time fucking keeping pace. On Twitch alone, if you just throw up, throw up like regular season shit, the numbers aren't even all that hot. Can you imagine trying to get actual physical butts in seats around the country for an esport event? I think it depends on,
2: I, I, again, there's a lot of stuff that they don't know and we don't have information wise for, for that. There hasn't been a lot of market research, right? If they're doing this as a pilot, you know, and they're not building massive arena, but they're building decent sized ones. We'll get a pretty good idea within a year on if it's like, if it's viable, if, you know, they build one in each of the base Overwatch League franchise, as an example, and they do run like a full regular season, right? We'll see. Are they able to fill the seats or not? You know, for me, I think They're as have a, a
1: skybox. You yeah, like- <laughs> you're gonna give us <laughs> outside tickets uh, to I'm, go see I'm, a bunch I'm, of fucking nerds play
3: Overwatch. <laughs> I am legitimately <laughs> curious I am legitimately
2: curious if they can make it work. That's why you I know, want this to happen. I can appreciate "What? I want to go watch a game. I just want to yeah. see
1: if they can do it. You know what, man? I, you know it's 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 a cool thought, but I think more than anything, this this is just it's an it's a nuisance to the players. But yeah. it, but at, but at anything it's only gonna make the players feel like more of stars than yeah. anything you're gonna you're gonna go into an arena you're gonna have a green room you're gonna go get a little bit of makeup on there the cameras flashing lights are going you've got like you know four rows of seats of the same guys from New York that's there every week cheering you on. you know them by name when you come into the studio and then you play you play your games and you bounce you hit you go on a bus or you go back on a flight and that's the show. This is not let's, going to up. This is not going to up the ratings. Yeah. This isn't gonna. This is gonna influence the amount of people that watch it online. It might look cool to see some fans cheering in the background with some signs, but it ain't gonna. It isn't gonna help out their bottom end any unless they're charging the maybe three hundred people that'll show up to one. It might be a bit more for the first. I have no idea. What, what are they going to charge? $20 a ticket to get in? Is it going to be free? Or is there a big thing going to be push, pushing merch on you? Don't forget to pick up your favorite Blizzard thing or whatever. Do that all online. Do that at your PAX. Do that at your TwitchCon. Do that at your BlizzCon. Do that at all those other places. Nobody needs it. It's a cool thing. But, man, I'm telling you, it doesn't do anything of, for them. It's all I can dumb, think of
0: so is baseball. That's all I can think of is baseball right now. And you, you look at anyone that isn't like a top team in a major city, and you watch a regular season game, and you look out into the stands. Empty. And you could hear crickets in that fucking arena. And then you're going to apply that same logic to eSports <laughs> at its current size. And with the, the current you know geography of where most of these players and the people that watch it are based and you're going to try and spread the... No. Stop. Back the fun bus It's going to look like a bar a craft, here. man. That's what it's, it's going to look like. It's going to look like it's, a bar it's, craft. I, I, I do think that a physical location is nice to have for major events, even yes. even leading into the road, like the road two, and all teams, like location, yeah, like it, all teams are in like one location. Yeah, like all teams are in one location for like a week or like two weeks, and they're yeah, in one like major arena... And they're and they're just and they run the whole thing so that for the people watching at home, yes. then it feels like more of a major yes, event. But if you're gonna try and do a regular season fucking Overwatch game in Delaware, fuck off. That ain't <laughs> gonna friggin' go anywhere. No. Uh, not a chance. So I I appreciate the curiosity. I agree. I'm also curious. I wanna see what happens. I think I think it's probably not going to amount to a whole lot. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think because panic if panic if it goes if once it,
1: and doesn't go again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll remember I that next a,
2: time I take you to a Rangers game, Jeff.
1: Yeah, or, or, or the next time I'm in New York, then Panic takes me there. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. take you to
2: an Overwatch League game instead of a Rangers game. Yeah. That's I'm, how to I'm
1: used going to be. Rangers every time before any any type of <laughs> eSports. I'd be like, Jeff, yeah, you're ready Overwatch for the Rangers thing. game, and then i take you to the Overwatch Arena.
2: you would be like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? And then we're going to get the vlog
0: about the most hyped time Jeff ever had. Uh, The last thing on this list before we go to break is um, Bethesda, uh, who you might all know as the company that is porting Skyrim to your grandmother's heart monitor, uh, is coming out with a surprise. It's <laughs> coming out with a surprise a surprise game of some sort in like next year i guess no, or something in
2: 2017 and, i was oh, so this confused year. i'm like what is oh, going shit. on here oh shit
0: okay so uh, i uh, speculation guys what is it what is it what are we going to like we it's going to be Bethesda? something like
2: fallout shelter something like fallout shelter for some <laughs> other for some franchise like i don't know what it would be but I'm just like, why the fuck are you telling us this now? This is something you should have brought out after your E3 event flopped horribly. You've been like, guys, 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 we got we got something else. We were holding it, but you know what? We fucked up, so we're just gonna tell you. But no, I feel like it's gonna be like Skyrim on your cell phone or something, dude. I'm stupid like
1: that. Bethesda, Bethesda is like the really drunk uncle that is at every family gathering, and for a while, you listen to his stories. And you were a kid <laughs> and you thought he was funny and you, you just laughed and had a good time. And then as you got older, you started to realize that, wow, he's an alcoholic. He
0: also tells and the same, stories he tells every the same single story
1: <laughs> every single time I'm here and it no longer becomes funny. It no longer becomes interesting. It just becomes annoying. And then after the annoyance happens, you just start ignoring him you're just like oh you know you have a friend over dude that guy's no that's just my that's just my uncle reg don't mind him don't worry about him yeah it gets to the point where you start he starts starting his sentence like I remember back in the day when I was twenty two and I had a great career and and you're you're just mouthing what he's saying because you know exactly what he's saying that's Bethesda that's Bethesda we don't care do what you gotta do Bethesda Congrats. Now piss I, off.
0: If it's anything short of, of the greatest the greatest uh secret Elder Scrolls launch of all time, I don't care. I'm not gonna I lie to you, Adam. I couldn't fucking care less. I know you're a huge Elder Scrolls guy. I don't even not even be that jacked for it, to be honest, but it's the only thing that would get my,
2: that that would pique my interest. Skyrim on the Switch
1: ended it for me. I'm done with Elder Scrolls. I'm just, I'm so, like, even hearing Elder Scrolls now, just, it, it irks me. Like, I don't care. Like, I actually care. I couldn't care less. It's, it, 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 it's over. It's all ogre now. I'm never (laughs) buying a Bethesda, not a Bethesda game. That's, I'm never buying another Elder Scrolls game Yeah. ever, ever. Under any circumstance, I don't give a shit if Jesus Himself is in the
3: game walking on water. I'm I just, don't care.
0: I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm dying for it. But what I'm saying is, of all the things that I can think of that Bethesda could announce, including a new IP, I will. I will. Un- it'll be unlikely that I will give a shit about anything short of a new Elder Scrolls full, not Elder Scrolls online that they hand off to some other Xenomax, you know, area, not a card game, but you want a full blown game. I I can't think of anything that I would, I would really be interested in uh, from Bethesda. I don't
2: see any major game other than like, you know, like attack on game to some franchise that they're going to do in the next three months. Otherwise they would have like announced it. Like, why just, wait until yeah, the last three know. months of the year to announce something new?
0: It's gonna be something obscure, right? Well, yeah. like, I'm gonna say it's a remake of an old franchise that they're they're resurrecting. That's like that, maybe that's,
2: Starfield because they didn't show it at E3, but I don't know. Like I wasn't expecting Starfield yeah. this year.
0: It's just very strange that they're gonna release it at the end of this year yeah. and have not announced it previously. Like I don't They've know what the, the play is. There.
2: They've been doing the like we'll announce things six yeah. months before, as opposed to like two or three years before.
0: Yeah, well, we'll find we'll find out. We'll find out. Jeff, is there anything at all Bethesda come up with you give a shit about? No. Okay. Panic, what about you? What do you got? What do you, what do you...
2: Um, a Fallout that doesn't suck.
0: Okay. And I want an Elder Scrolls that doesn't suck. So, we're all screwed. <laughs> we'll wait
2: and see what happens. Their best Fallout game was <laughs> Fallout Shelter.
0: Yeah, that's... Oh, oh. Easy there, Satan. All right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be... Savagely ruin anyone's lives right now. Listen to this on the dev team, but uh, you're not <laughs> wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go to a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about movies and TV and other stuff that's happened uh, in the world of pop culture outside of games. When we return, by the way, uh, between now and I believe October second here on Twitch, it is fifty percent off your first subscription. So if you're feeling fancy, oh, yeah. you want to support Technical Alpha, feel free to hit support that subscribe us button. September. We would uh, definitely appreciate it. Uh, sit tight for this cello. We'll be right back in a few minutes. Thank you so much for watching. Saticity. Hey guys, if you're enjoying Technical Alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us, help you, help us, and you. We've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live streamed every Friday at 8pm Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash technical alpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people, and really, more people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly, though, while we like to joke about the sellout, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen! Thank you for sticking around for that quick little sellout. It is time for a segment I like to call... Movies and TV. It's an app name. Not very creative, but it describes exactly what we talked about. Gentlemen. It came out. There was a lot of lead up to It. I felt like I was hearing about this movie for a really long time and it finally popped. Um, I believe at least Jeff saw this. I don't know if Panic got to it or not. Um, So Panic hasn't. Alright, so Mr. Black... How was it, and do, does it live up to the astronomical amount of hype that it has yeah. received leading up to it? Yeah.
1: It leads up. Um, it's infinitely better than the the little It series that we got in the past. Mm. Um, it's... I went in with extremely high expectations. I mean next level when a horror film was like 90 it was like 94 93% on rotten tomatoes before i went i think it it now that it's out it's at like 88 settling a bit yeah yeah um but when critics are drooling over <laughs> a horror movie uh i knew i was in for something and was it as scary as i wanted it to be no uh, I don't think the movie is scary at all. Uh, I found Annabelle creation infinitely scarier than this movie uh, for a number of reasons. I'm not afraid of clowns at all. Um, it does stay true to its original source in, in the fact that this is going to scare the fuck out of kids. I mean, this this movie will even, I would say, even like teenagers, like young 12, 13, 14 year olds. This movie is going to scare the living piss out of them. Uh, because it is it 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 the clown focuses on kids' fears and I really like how they they played up to each kid's fear and they they made those set pieces around each kid has their own story. Um the actors, the, the kid actors amazing. Absolutely amazing. One of the kids from uh Stranger Things, he's he's like kind of the comedian, the, the smart ass uh, of the group, and man, I mean, it was almost like watching a comedy with this guy. It was almost, there was almost too much comedy that it was like, am I watching a horror movie right now? Because, but the thing was, it wasn't, it, none of them, none of the jokes were failing. It, it was like everything was hitting. And it's, it's almost <laughs> one of those ones where you don't want them to hit as much because you're, you find yourself laughing you a lot. You want to be scared, the, not laughing. I want to be scared. It kind of takes you... It, But the thing is, is it still puts you in a good mood. Like, you're just having a very fun time watching the movie. Because watching all these kids kind of uh, interact with each other reminds me a lot of my childhood, even from rock fights. Like, there's a big rock fight scene. <laughs> like, there's so there's so much... Kid things that you did as a kid And it's just It's so beautifully written It's so smart Um, CGI at times was a little iffy There were a couple of things But then again The way the movie is Is it doesn't take itself too serious It's a fucking clown And so it is very over the top And animated at times So I think they were cautious That some of the animations Wasn't at the level That it's going to scare you You almost know that it's CGI But it's at the same time it's kind of like that there isn't a whole lot of jump scares in the movie it's it's very it uses atmosphere it uses tension uh but overall i had a great time i still would say annabelle creation for me for a horror experience is the best that i've had since the conjuring uh that was scary that that makes you come home and and open your closet door before you close it or turn the light on that'll that'll fuck you up the clown thing, unless you have a specific fear of clowns, or you've gone like the movie's really dark, man. They like, um, they're I'm not gonna spoil anything, obviously, but there's some of these kids, their fears, is very dark. Uh, things that has gone on in in their home lives and and their personal lives that may scare people, uh, and that may bring up like real some, fears some real fears and maybe some bad emotions that maybe somebody that has gone to the movie is witnessing happen in there that may bring alive some some heavy shit so trigger um, warning yeah oh definitely definitely so um yeah overall i give it two thumbs up it's not a movie i'd run out to the theater to go and watch again but it's definitely a movie you want to go out and see in the theater with a group of people you want to laugh with them you want to scream with them um would you rate awesome. it a Netflix and chill movie or no? Oh no, go go <laughs> to the theater and go to the theater and and watch this. This is this this is definitely a movie. Um it's already it already killed it at the box office just on the first pre-opening night, Thursday night, I think it made over 13 million. Uh it's projected oh, wow. to do uh it's projected project uh projected to be the biggest September movie of all time uh release and it is rejected to be the biggest uh horror film of all time in terms really? of box office numbers yeah they think it's going to hit the billion dollar mark or horror um, insane. it's it is the the amount of like press that this has gotten good word uh they just hit it they hit a home run in this they hit a home run I, you know, if it does well overseas it this could be a billion dollar thing they already greenlit chapter two um and uh you know they're they're already talking about potential actors and things like that, but I won't get into that because it may it may spoil some some things. But go and see the movie. It's it's like the original. It it, it definitely plays
0: true to that, but there are definite spin on things. That's crazy. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad it did well. I, I I felt like I felt like if this didn't do all that great, that Stephen King would just dig in really grave and be like, "All right, I'm out, guys. Peace." <laughs> oh, this is. This is beyond big. So, uh, well, you no, know, that's that's really good. I thought something that was cool. I thought I read this. I have no idea the validity of this, but in the books, I guess it said that Pennywise shows up once every twenty seven years, and this movie came out like twenty seven years after the original It. Yeah. Which, if if that is intentional, and I'm sure it is. If that is the case, you're probably just then. Timed I can't it. wait. I can't wait for it in twenty forty four. Yeah. No. That we're <laughs>
1: going to see another It in probably twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah that's that's yeah that's pretty cool. Now here's a question. You've obviously seen the original it. That's the one that I've seen. I I, I may I may or may not go to the theater to watch this. I might just wait until it comes out. Um Afterwards, oh, it's to definitely, see it, uh, it's you definitely one that the that the, the
1: wifey would really like to go see. Trust me. Yeah, it's, it's, so, well, yeah, it's, she's, it's a good she's,
0: movie. It's bad for her because she's actually afraid of clowns. So oh, well, it would be then, like, she'd be she'd be wrecked. Then no. But uh, what I'm in, what I'm most interested in seeing because it's not really a horror. Like you said, it's not for a lot of people. It's not necessarily a horror film unless you are afraid of clowns or you're a certain age where it plays to your your fears. Like you were saying, is what I'm most interested in. Uh, in it is. How the new Pennywise measures up against Tim Curry. Oh, Tim, it's, it's better. Tim Curry was fantastic. He was fantastic, but this
1: is... It's... The the very opening scene. Mm. It's... you. I'm going... The moment you first see the clown and stuff, I'm going, whoa, what is this? And then as he continues to talk and you just the facial expressions and everything you're going okay this thing's fucked it's really <laughs> really something
0: else i really good. really liked it good also shout outs to tim curry i just like the guy so i'm just going to give shout outs i i think to tim I, curry you know that.
1: i i they they're both great in their own
0: their own way well
1: i mean think this about is when of the original, original yeah.
2: Yeah, this, yeah. Well, this, guy this guy's got a lot. Is 27 years yeah. dated at this point a- exactly and yeah. this guy's
1: got cg the new guys got cgi, CGI and, and all this other yeah. things to really add to per-
0: the performance but um whoo it's good. good good fantastic that's great news i'm 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 happy uh, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, other adaptations of King's works will continue to be good and not be a pile of shit. That would be <laughs> most convenient, uh, for him. Um, I think, did I talk, I talked last week about The Mist on the podcast. Did I, or was I on my stream? Yeah, I were, talked yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, I just, just as a random point, since we're on the Stephen King thing, um, the show, the show was good, but frustrating as all hell. But the the neat thing is, Gabs found this out. And we went there the other day. Um, the mall in that series is was shot here in uh, Halifax. Really, Bedford Place Mall. <laughs> Bedford Place of, Mall of, of all fucking places. Well, really? I mean, I, I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, Bedford Place Mall is dead as fuck." Yeah, it's so barren. It, is it, all shit. It's, yeah, it's barren. So. Uh, it makes sense. That's but cool. yeah, I walked in and I was like, Oh, that's that's pretty fucking cool. This there is a go. random little factoid, so that was that was kinda neat. I hope the I hope the second season of that is far less frustrating because oh my god, I aged watching the first friggin' season of that, but I couldn't stop watching it because I did find it relatively entertaining. So I'm hoping season <laughs> two. If you could just like dial back on the like you know you know you'll be watching something, you really like the series, but the the characters that you're supposed to hate, you don't hate them for the right reasons. You just hate them because the, the situations they create are so fucking frustrating. Mm. It's not even about, like, hating them because they're just so evil. That was that whole series for me, that whole season. I just was, I wanted to die. Uh, but hopefully, season two, Stephen King, keep the train going. I believe in you. Uh, Star Wars. Episode, was Episode nine. nine. Mm. The director is out. Colin mm. Trevorrow got sacked. That sucks. I
2: mean,
1: to some it's good.
2: Um, he got sacked. I think it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a like absolutely they had a creative disagreement like about I think around Leia's how they were going to handle Leia, and Disney was like, we don't like the way you're going with it, and he's kind of like, well, this is the way I want to do it. If we're not going to do it that way, then go our separate ways. So Disney's like. We'll go our separate ways. Kathleen Kennedy's
3: like,
0: All right, deuces. Peace.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> see ya. She's that is a woman that has no time for nobody. And uh, she is, she don't she give is a not fuck. interested. She don't
1: give a fuck. It's it's no. almost like Kathleen Kennedy's going, I know how I want to see Star Wars. Yep. I'm I'm gonna see if you also see Star Wars the way the I want to see Star Wars. See and, and if, if you, you don't, don't see it,
0: Oops. deuces Yeah, you're out. Fired. Yep. I mean, uh, well, we're going to find out. I, 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 You can't base everything off of the first movie. Yeah. So we're going to find out when 9 comes out. if eight. If Miss... Or, or Sorry, 8 comes out. If Miss Kennedy is uh, doing it for the... You know, whatever she's doing is working. We'll find out after 8. Because, you know, having 7 be the way it was is fine. It's so whatever... Once eight comes out, you know, we'll see just how well it, it keeps tracking. I mean, at Star Wars, you would almost have to uh would almost impossible to mm-hmm. to have it be a flop, but uh Oh, it is there are good and, Yeah, there there's good and bad there's good and bad with somebody being so adamant about their vision in Star Wars, and so uh we're gonna we're obviously gonna see Kathleen Kennedy's vision of Star Wars. That is a hundred percent what we're going to get uh for the entirety of this trilogy. So well, uh, I don't, I don't know. There's obviously been no talks about who replaces no this director yet. They literally just
2: said said he's out. We'll figure it out.
0: Mm, who's doing? Who's doing eight then? Oh, uh,
1: who's who directed it? Yeah. Uh, what's his face? That
2: R-Y-A-N, Ryan Johnson.
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay.
2: Not our not R Y A N, but R I
0: A N Ryan Johnson. Okay. Well, the fancy, the fancy I mean, the right. super fancy, the fancy version. Um, I'm guessing they. Uh, I wonder how different the directing styles were then between those two guys. Oh, I mean,
2: Ryan Johnson did Breaking Bad. Like, yeah. well, okay, he they're, did. He did like the three, like some of the three best episodes of Breaking Bad. He did Ozymandias, which was mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. legendary Breaking Bad episode. Of course. So you know, I'm pretty excited.
1: Yeah, he's he's and he's done Looper. Um, yeah. I really liked Looper as well. He's written a, he's written a lot of stuff. And then Trevor um, did Jurassic
2: World. Is his most recent
1: one? Yeah, I mean Trevor's a he's a god man. He makes fire blockbusters. So that's why I was like a little salty, surprised. Yeah,
0: that he of all people would get fired, like. That's, the, those differences must have been pretty friggin' spectacular well, for that. Well, to, that was the thing, like, Trevor
2: was, um, like, he wasn't just director. He was also in charge of kind of writing for that part, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, like, at that point, like, if you're this early on and you and the director have, like, a major disagreement on how you want it written and you how you want something to go, that's kind of the point where you're going to say, all right, then we should probably find someone else.
1: Yep. Yeah, and the thing is, is they also took him... People were mad because he did Jurassic World, and they wanted him to do the next Jurassic sequel. And Star Wars said, well, we'll give you a Star Wars movie. And of course he's going, I'll
2: take a Star okay, Wars movie. I'll
1: do a Star Wars movie. And so he left, and somebody else directed the uh, the new Star Wars Fallen Kingdom or whatever it's called. I do believe he still, like, wrote, co-wrote it, and maybe even produced it. Um, or was part of the, uh, he's in the credit somewhere for, for still being part of it. I think he was, yeah, he's got a writing credit. Uh, but beyond that, he was supposed to, he was going to direct it as well. And Jurassic world did over a billion dollars. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably getting close to $2 billion. It did so much money. It made it crushed it. Uh, I think it's like the third or fourth most, uh, like biggest film ever. Um so he made fuck oh, tons of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um yeah, that's that's pretty much that. I'm sure he'll he'll hop on for the third Jurassic World because you know it'll be a trilogy for sure.
0: Oh a hundred oh <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere anywhere soon. No. No Maybe he'll be no. picking
2: that right back up.
0: Uh, Gavin O'Connor is into write and direct suicide squads sequel and Ayers is in handling Gotham city's sirens. That
2: was kind of an interesting move because Ayers did the original suicide squad, but then he immediately, like when they said they're going to do a sequel, he took on Gotham city sirens instead. So he's like launching that one with Margot Robbie and some other characters, which is interesting. Um, I'm actually really excited about Gavin O'Connor because he did the accountant. Mm hmm. And he did a great job with it. You know, he hasn't. He's done some other stuff, but he's also, you know, at the same time, he's doing the uh, Green Hornet remake, or like a short film version of it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So like, I'm interested to see like what he's gonna do with Suicide Squad because I feel like as much as I like Ayers as a director, Suicide Squad kind of <laughs> wasn't his beat per se.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you know, I feel like Gavin O'Connor might be able to, you know, make Suicide Squad not as bad a movie. Um, so. Could be yeah. an interesting take on it. He wrote he
1: wrote some good movies too. Yeah, he's writing um, and
2: directing this one, so. Good.
1: Yeah, I mean he can make a he can make a good film. Um and he's also doing the the, the Accountant sequel got greenlit as well. Yes, so I that's going he's on. doing that. Um which will be good for Ben Affleck as well yeah. to kind of take a break from Batman in between have like, you know, a hit. Yeah, bring him uh, back beyond, a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a interesting choice for Suicide Squad Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. But it's not a bad one.
2: Oh no, definitely not a bad one. Like yeah. I like I saw Ga- when I saw Gavin O'Connor's Suicide Squad, I'm like because when Suicide Squad came out and all that, I was pretty negative on it. Uh, but when I saw Gavin O'Connor's Suicide Squad sequel, I'm like, you know what? If someone can do it right, he probably could. He could probably make a movie that's not gonna be as weirdly paced or, you know, weirdly received well, as Suicide Squad. Uh, I mean, Squad. how
0: much can you really blame pacing on anything other than the fact that the that the studio was trying to cram so many damn characters into a singular film with no backstories or anything yeah, and just, just here we are. Yeah, it was just It's rushed. just rushed. I mean, I don't even think you can blame a director for that or anything. That's just, like, what are you going to do? Well, that's kind <laughs> of a <laughs> you- thing.
2: This is kind of rushed, too, because it's due out early 2019. Not late 2019, well,
0: early. shocker. But at least at least Suicide, Suicide Squad 1 got the yeah. core you got the story core it, right. stuff out of the way for some of these characters. And so as rushed as it still is totally, which is like the life of DC right now, um, at least the core stuff is done and it's going to allow them to focus more on making the pacing better uh, for sure. So hopefully that would be, it would would be nice to see DC continue their streak. I think Wonder Woman was their their great start for that and hopefully they can keep pumping that jam. I want to see them continue to do well, but I say that at the same time, like, we said, I think we already talked about this before, is just, my God, the amount... Like, you're going to notice a, a trend here. And I'm not Next even... Next thing yeah. on this list. Drew Goddard, direct and direct X-Force, the Deadpool spinoff. Now... It's like every every bit of movie movie and or TV-related news is... Superhero. I do like. I do like the fact
1: of going with an X Force though, because X Force can be if as long as they go it's oversaturated. Like, but yeah, yeah. I hope. I hope they go like rated R for this. I hope that it's like a brutal.
2: Well, here's the interesting very...
1: thing with this, right? Drew Goddard
2: is kind of again. I'm excited about this too. Like, I know it's a, like we're talking a lot about the Dude, superhero he's an awesome stuff. Writer, man. But like, he's done Lost. He's done Alias mm. for his older stuff. He, direct, he was an executive producer on The Martian, which was a fantastic movie. World he War did, Z. Yeah. He did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was yep. you know re- received very well. And then on yep. top of that, people are like, okay, so, wh- so what else? He's done most of the Marvel TV stuff that was considered yep. good. He did Daredevil. 26 episodes of Daredevil, and yeah. he did Defenders, both of which were deemed very good Marvel properties, even though yep. the Defenders was kind of mixed. The actual, you know, the show itself was good. It was just too short. Was most people's complaints. Yep. So, you know, Drew Goddard, I think he's a really good choice. You know, he's been killing it on TV. He's done some pretty good movies. He's been a good TV guy. Yeah, yeah
1: he's only directed like one film though. Yeah, okay? but it was a good film. Uh, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. So uh, him but- doing
2: a spinoff, it's not a bad way to start him off. No nope. movie.
1: Nope. Just, I'm okay with that. Yeah, though, I, just I think. Wish that's we good- were getting
2: stuff other than all the superhero stuff. Like know, it's yeah, too yeah, much yeah. coming out at once. Like I get you're making money off of it, but like we're it's, it's oversaturation at this point. I'm like, gotta track Deadpool spinoffs, Deadpool, you know, all these other things going on with DC. Marvel's got like a ton of things with their like next phase launching. I'm like, come on, guys, like slow it down a bit, you know. You know, you're taking well, all the good just, directors. We, we want things for other even, projects. I don't
0: even, yeah, I mean, I don't even, I don't even, like, go and watch the vast majority of every movie released, yeah. and I still feel fatigued by superhero shit. I want to so see, like, I I wanna can see only what imagine. Drew Goddard
2: would do that isn't a Marvel thing at this point. He's done two major Marvel yeah. things. Let him, let us spread his wings a little bit, you know. Same thing with Gavin O'Connor. You know, at least he's doing other things other than Suicide Squad, but like a lot of our like hit blockbuster directors that are not like the mainstream ones, they're getting taken up for all of these like hero projects by like the big studios. We're like, uh,
0: yeah. When yeah. is Quentin Tarantino
1: gonna come and give us a good
0: series, man? <laughs> <Just> hurry
1: up, <laughs> hurry up, Quentin!
0: Didn't he say it was? Didn't he say he was doing ten movies and then he was piecing out? That's why
2: uh, he's on. Yeah. He's got the ninth one he's working on. I think uh, he's doing Kill Bill three. Uh
0: really? Yeah. Is Uma Thurman gonna get out of her wheelchair no, and reprise her role? It's
1: gonna be uh Mar- uh Margot Robbie the fucking oh okay you know what's her face uh Harley Quinn Harley Quinn yeah okay which is a good so is good it choice. like a
0: I don't know so is it a prequel sequel? maybe it's her
1: daughter maybe it's a uh, uh, he's doing his
3: uh,
2: yeah. he's doing another project actually in addition to uh, Kill Bill at the same time he's doing the uh, Manson... every every time he's I see all oh, the Manson though. family project yeah that thing yeah yeah.
0: Every uh every time I see Kill Bill Bill pops up on TV or whatever, and it's Bill Bill was the Asian bro, right? If I remember correctly. I remember correctly. I've seen the the movies Asian. all like once. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. David like, Carradine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so David Carradine. Every time I see David, that's his name, I was trying to think of his name this whole time. I just think of the incredible TV series Kung Fu and I just <laughs> want to watch Kung Fu every time I see him pop up on screen. That's actually I just thought of that again like it just came to my mind now. Jeff, are I you, need to go watch some more kung fu. Are you
2: sure Margot Robbie's in Kill Bill three? Because I'm seeing her credited for the
1: Manson Family Project, but not Kill Bill three. Possibly. Oh well, maybe that's maybe that's it. Because I saw a headline with with her and uh, yes, and uh, Quentin working yeah. on next film. So maybe I just got that mixed. Uh, is no, he still doing? Mean, is he still doing Kill Bill Volume Three? Yeah, both of, listed, both of them are listed. Both of them are announced. Both of them are oh, okay. announced. Yeah, so I'll look, I'll look it up here. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. So yeah, she's on the the Manson family project. Interesting. Hmm. And nobody is under for Kill Bill Three yeah, yet. It's
2: like empty. I'm like, okay, just, right.
1: it's happening.
0: We just well, don't know who's oh, my in apologies. it yet.
2: No, I know. I was just curious. I'm like, is he working on it with two projects? That would be interesting mm. too. Because yeah. he does that. He does have his he does have his favorites. Oh yeah, he does it with everybody. I mean, you favorites. see
1: Samuel Jackson, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Um uh Tom uh or who else who else is is in his, a lot of his movies? There's like another actor. Jamie Foxx was in a couple of them, wasn't Jamie Foxx, yeah, Jamie Foxx. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few. He's got a even uh, what's his <laughs> even what's his face? Uh uh Step Up, dude, fucking uh, uh Channing Tatum. <laughs> he's he's been showing up and. Yeah quentin's movies kurt russell yeah he loves kurt 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 the big ones yeah yeah loves kurt russell i mean who doesn't love kurt russell he's great
2: for tarantino Ooh, Quentin movies.
0: tarantino talks kill bill three i wouldn't be surprised if uma thurman's the bride made a made one more appearance there you go there you go it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh harrison ford just i'll only do it but you have to kill my character if I'm going to show up if I'm going to go to the gym for the next 6 months for 30 seconds of screen time I need to be dead the character needs to die one more thing before we wrap up this segment I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Battlestar Galactica which I started watching again because I started a while ago and then I stopped because other stuff came up and now I'm back into watching it again and holy shit Battlestar Galactica is fucking awesome up until the last (laughs) season it's really good. All I can see, I don't know because I don't watch so much TV and, and movies that I would know this. But when I Edward James watched James it, almost. um, whoever did the cinematography for it and like the space shots with like the the starting out from a distance and doing this like zoom in kind of whatever this like kind of crazy zoom. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it but i i realized going back and watching this which i mean BattleStars original series was like 2000 or the original season was like oh three oh four. um that any any movie or tv show that i can think of that was in space has utilized that exact same like pan zoom camera in space yeah yes <laughs> the exact same one and i i can't even get I mad cuz it's that dope. they did the sound engineering really well it.
2: where they like dulled out the sound effect I watched it yes. again like a year ago, so it's like fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, no, I really actually mentioned that
0: exact thing uh, the other night when when uh, and I were watching an episode and it, there was combat going on or whatever. And obviously, <laughs> anyone's going to know there's no sound in space, but that would be so damn boring if you're watching a TV show and it was just like dead silent the whole time. So the but but they give you the effect. That just sounds good. That dull. As out if effect. you're sitting in the
2: if you're sitting in a cockpit or something like what you'd hear.
0: Yes, exactly. You know? Um and I love the music. It's like I the think, super I think earthy Battlestar grounded Star,
1: shit. Galactica would be very good on Netflix now if they came out with their yeah. with, with a with a season. The Netflix original. They brought it back. Yeah, like yeah. a Netflix original. I think it would do uh very, very well. The problem Big shout is. out and yeah. thank you to yeah. uh Bass Trade as well. He hosted us Massive up. Massive host. Oh. So welcome everybody.
0: Thank you. Rifkin. Mm. Yeah, no, um,
2: I don't think they're going to do, I don't think Netflix would actually do it because that, that O three 3 series, it's fresh, it still holds up and is done really yep. well. They wouldn't, yep. they wouldn't necessarily get anything out of it.
0: Yeah, the, the most they could do would be up the, uh, they, they just spend a bunch of money on updating the, the, uh, special effects. They wouldn't even need to, like. The old, no, the only the only, the only place there, the only place where it really shows is like the the like OG model Cylons. Yeah. They're the only ones that you can kind of. It's like it's still. It's not even as good as like T one thousand from back in the 30's. Like it's not yeah. even quite that level. The
2: thing I loved about so, that though was not the uh, not the initial movie, which was fantastic. Like the initial pilot movie they did. It was
0: the this, two. It was a two part series. Yeah, not thing that or whatever. part.
2: The second one that I think it was called like Razor or something. It was the one in the middle where they introduced the Battlestar Pegasus, that whole arc and that Mm. thing was like, I'm like, that's like sci-fi storytelling at its finest. Like they did it fantastically. And then how they integrated it in with the show. I'm like,
0: yep. Oh, it's great. It's great. I'm I'm excited to continue. I'm excited to continue watching that.
1: So, um, before we, uh, go on a little break here, going into the second half, everybody starting next week. We are going to be doing the podcast on Thursdays. Same so time, just Thursday, on Thursdays. Same time, just on Thursdays. Uh, apologize if that's any inconvenience for you. Um, it's just Friday nights. is It's a tough thing to give up every Friday. Uh, we've done so it for we, 26 we managed, weeks. Yeah, we've done it for 26 weeks. It was great. Uh, the main reason why we're doing it, not only are we able to now go see movies on opening night, um, and and kind of just have our weekend to ourselves uh, and and plan. But the big thing is is because of events. So there's you know packs, Twitch cons, Blizz cons, everything. And so when you travel, you travel from Friday till Sunday. And instead of one person not being here too, twice a month or whatever, we're just gonna put it on Thursdays. And that way, everybody will be able to go to events when they want to. And we don't have to worry about all that stuff and, and uh, or, people will be able to do yeah, the things on Friday nights.
2: For TwitchCon and BlizzCon, we might actually still move to like a Wednesday or Wednesday, something. Yeah. because yeah. The distance travel, but in general, Thursday is a little bit more convenient for people also because um, it gives Adam a little bit of time to prep everything as he needs to, even though he gets everything out on time. Um, just having the Friday night available gives us a lot more quality of life for balance and like doing stuff with family and friends.
1: So, yeah, if you guys are new to the channel right now, uh, Mm. every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we do a three-hour podcast, uh, roughly three hours. We're just finishing up the first half now. Second half is us taking questions from our Patreon supporters. No real theme to that. Typically, it's video games and pop culture, movie-type things, uh, (laughs) tech stuff. But second half, it gets a little, little dumb. So prepare your body. Sometimes,
0: sometimes it gets a little a little crazy for sure. But yeah, we will be we will be back uh, inside of five minutes. So sit tight. Really appreciate that host once again. Base trade, uh, awesome as always. And uh, yeah, just sit tight. We shall return for those of you listening on uh, on iTunes or on YouTube, uh, unless it's already out because you've patiently waited already. Uh, Side B will be heading your way soon enough and you'll be able to catch it. But for everyone else, sit tight. We shall be right back. And until we see you, peace. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday, September 8th, 2017. All day today. Welcome back to Side B of the Technical Alpha Podcast. We just got off talking about all that movies, TV, and whatnot. It's been a lovely, lovely time. And now... Thanks to our good friends at Base Trade, we've got a bigger audience. We can look crazy in front of at least five times the amount of people as usual. How often do you get that kind of opportunity? Let's make it all happen. Now, this shall is shall we, gentlemen? Yeah, this is a
2: perfect time for me to call you out. You might want to update that uh, starting bumper there. You know, saying every Friday oh, at eight to ten. You know, maybe every Friday eight to eleven, or now every Thursday eight to eleven. I'm
0: just probably going to remove it all together, I don't know, we're going to find you. out what we'll do later on, um, but uh, yeah, for now, we are here, I've got my, what's left of my water, we made this a really quick turnaround on that break, what's left of my water for the next while, let's dive into it, uh, what we got dry, the questions, boys. gentlemen, what do we got for questions, I had to bring up the page myself here. Uh, we're a bit low this week. I'm a little disappointed yeah. in you, patrons.
1: We might have to take some some questions from the chat at this point. Oh, I'm hey, down for taking questions from the that? chat this time. We can get fairness, the subs in on Fairness
0: it. to them, I didn't get this up until uh, this afternoon. Oh, so okay. fairness to the, to the uh, patrons. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's got, probably got, a panic? good chunk of it.
2: Um, let's uh, let's go with uh, our good friend. I'm gonna go with the uh, we're gonna go with the Spanish version in honor of all the hurricanes. We're gonna call him Javier Page today, Javier with an X. <laughs> um, he's one of our ten dollars patrons. He's been uh, he's got he's up to fifty five on lifetime support. So good yeah. on you, man. Good on you. We really appreciate the long term support. Um, so his question is: There have been a large number of MMOs, each having varying degrees of success. If you were to design your own, what would your theme be? You know, races, monsters. What's like the, the big gimmick that you would have for your MMO?
0: Mmm. Uh, oh no, I, that's, that's that's tough. I mean the the MMOs are are like kind of like RPGs are starting to just bleed into every other genre. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 hard to well, just call say, it out. Well, he no, didn't no.
2: say MMORPG. he says just an MMO. So any massive Well, that's what, what I mean? Well, game.
0: well, yeah, it's it's hard for me to not yeah. want to call it MMO RPG. Yeah, but yeah just an MMO. It's Honestly, uh, that kind of stuff bleeding I'll, I'll make
1: it I'll make it easy. Uh, Because I haven't put much thought into this, but I would basically want Star Citizen if it was actually a game, you know, if it
0: was out. (laughs) That's pretty much what I'm thinking is like, like, I'd want a space based one and and Star Citizen fills that void. Yeah. If I had it. Yeah.
1: If it was like an, if it was an actual real thing that was eventually going to be released and not in production for, uh, you know, until my kid is going to be 19 years old, um, you know, then
2: Sure. I'd want a Star Trek version of Star Citizen,
1: like full on licensed, not like
2: what we have from Cryptic, but like just a full on version, like where you walk around, you do your function, you train in your function, and you have all of that. That would be pretty freaking baller, where you where your role matters more
1: than you know standard class type things. Mm. Yeah, that that's pretty much where I'm at. I can't really think of an MMO that I would rather have.
0: No. I mean the Star Citizen is. It's I mean we we all uh, we like we, our we space. Like to chirp it we like our space. But yeah. but it's it's space and it's cool, and if it ever actually comes to fruition, then it will it will probably be pretty awesome. So uh yeah, that's 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 where I'm going with that. Here's a good one. I like this question. I can't wait to hear Jeff's answer to this question. <laughs> uh where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh oh, I lost it. Where is it? Uh oh here it is. Zero Arrival asks, who is by the way a $25 pledge 50 lifetime, thank you Zero. He asks, or she for that matter, I'm not entirely sure. Name something each of you has stolen growing up, whether it be a grape from the produce section as a kid or money out of a found wallet in a movie theater, something that you uh something that has stood out in your memory or caused you Lots of guilt, one or the other. Love you, beautiful ladies. I mean, I do have nice legs. Thank you very much, Zero. My beard is question. glorious. It is. It's fantastic.
1: Oh, man. Um, I'm not going to, like, incriminate myself, so... Um...
0: It's when we were kids. I what are don't people going to do? Come back and put you in jail? I don't care. You know what? Honestly,
1: I I the one the one that I do feel and I always kind of felt bad about is the whole Pokemon card thing. Wow. I I <laughs> You're really a monster. feel Yeah, I really feel bad about that. <laughs> um for those that don't know, give you a backstory. Used to collect Pokemon cards and, you know, I was kind of a dick. Um we went we went to the flea market on a sunday to uh to sell cards actually this is where i kind of feel like bad in two different ways and in, in the same day <laughs> went to the po- or went to the um to the forum at the local flea market set up a table to sell pokemon cards Now, you guys got to understand that this was when pokemon was like the peak. thing this was peak, peak. i mean mm. when like kids used to look forward to going to the flea market to buy cards, trade cards, get card packs, all that fun stuff. You know, when when you were a good boy in school, mommy and daddy would reward you with a pack of Pokemon <laughs> cards, all right? Yeah. That, that was that was the show. So we went there. Um, there was a big group of us, and what I did, this is the first part of me feeling guilty. I made little Pokemon packs. So what I would do is kind of like... Uh, they the little plastic sleeves that you put cards in to protect them. I would put in like stack of three, and two of the three would always at least be super common. So you would have like a a Nidalee, uh Did I say niddly? Is that a legal thing? Uh, Where sorry. are you right now? I, I'm on. Get a, out! I'll be honest. I had muscle relaxers, and I'm like <laughs> I've been tired for the last hour because they've kicked in. My I'm neck on is all some
0: cotton and I've been foaming <laughs> at the mouth for three
2: days. I got the lights um, in my eyes after Nita, listening to the we, drills all day. Uh, man. What, what, Nita Nita little,
1: is what you were going Nita, for? That's what I was going for. There Nita you Nita go. Yeah, so, so there'll be there'll be him <laughs> and um and like uh, maybe like a leaf card or whatever. And then in the middle, there is an opportunity for a rare card or a holographic or just a regular ass plain ass card. Well, my thing was is that you could do a pack for two dollars or three for five. And the whole table, just like a regular size table, would have dozens of packs laid out. And the kids would come by and they'd give me, you know, two dollars and they'd grab a pack or they'd do three for five, get their parents to do it, and I would advertise that there was a, an opportunity for them to win a Blastoise. So of course, for two <laughs> bucks, why not go for it? The Blastoise I is the relatively shit. expensive. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, there's one kid in particular. He probably spent about $20 at the start, pulled nothing. I think, like, the rarest card he got was, uh, was like, an Arcanine or something. And uh, he, he started to get, like, frustrated because he really wanted the Blastoise. And what I did is every time he would buy, like, two packs, four packs, I would replenish I would put new packs in, and then I would mix them all up. And I would say, like, you got to go and walk around the forum, and then come back because I got to mix them up. If not, you're gonna know which ones are are left for there be- to be to pull the Blastoise. Well, he got mad at me, and he was like, "Nah, bro, I want more packs. I want to keep." So I said, "All right, man, fine." So he gives me more money, and we get about almost fifty dollars deep. And this, the kid was probably. Maybe 12, 13 years old. It's like he spent all his entire, like, saved up allowance for the That's last like a three whole months. year. Yeah, <laughs> or a year. And uh, and finally, he pulls the Blastoise. And he's pulling, like, you know, when you get packs, you, you go slow, right? So he's pulling the Blastoise, and he slowly comes up, and he's like, yes! I get the Blastoise! Right? And, and, I'm, going, and I'm going, oh, fuck. And not because he won the Blastoise. But he kept pulling it up, and as he pulled it up, there was a massive crease right in the middle of the holographic. Like I mean, like the card was bent like in half on the holographic part. And he goes, he goes, "What is this?" And I was like, "You got a Blast Toys." (laughs) 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 And he was like, "And he was like, he was like, I want my money back." And I'm like, nah, man. Like, you know, that's it. Like, I didn't say the the condition of the Blastoise, and he was fucking pissed. He got his mom to come over, and we talked it out and stuff like that. I ended up keeping the vast majority of the money. I gave him like twenty bucks back or eighteen bucks a back or something. <laughs> oh, he was mad. Yeah. Oh, he was mad. So that was the first part. Oh, so okay. the second part was a guy came over and he wanted to battle me. Actually, he had another table. And so I went over to him. I, you know, cleaned up, went over to him. And I'm like, I'm the undefeated Pokemon champion. Like nobody fucks with me in my deck. Nobody does. You fucking with your boy? You're going down. So this guy <laughs> says, I, I bet you I can beat you. I said, Well, what do you got on the line? He said, I'll put up my Charizard. Ooh. I said, Okay, I'll put up my Charizard. Right? I had a few of them. No big deal. I was like, I'll put up my Charizard here. So, group of kids, we all get around, there's a big fucking war going, so we start playing. We, it's, it's heated, the guy's good. He's pulling some good cards, I had a rough start, shit's going crazy. Eventually, long story short, I win. Charizard's <laughs> Charizard sitting right there. I go for the Charizard, I grab it, he grabs it, he said, no, you're not having my Charizard, you can have any other card, you're not having my Charizard. I said, motherfucker, you. this is what we bet on. You know, if you would have win if you would have won, you would have been taking my Charizard right now. He's like, nah. So I have one side of the card. He has the holographic side of the card. And we're sitting there like, no. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna fucking you're you're gonna bend your card, right? And I'm I'm talking to him like I'm saying it right now. You're gonna fucking bend your card or my card. Let it go. He's like, no. So I said, okay. And I crushed it oh. right on one side. Oh. Just fucking crushed the card. Oh! And he said, he, I just watched him just die. Like right there, <laughs> just die. And then I said, now you owe me. So I went to his binder and I took the first page of holographics. And I ripped the fucking sleeve right out of his binder. And I took the whole page. Oh. <laughs> took every, every holographic Ooh. that was on there, I just took it. Oh. Yanked it. He goes, thief! Thief! There's a Thief! <laughs> Right? He's going crazy, making a big scene and shit. Uh, I, I ended up feeling bad about that. But I was mad. The dude lost. Charizard was the most rare and expensive holographic back then. So I just grabbed the whole fucking, uh the whole page. And it was in those plastic the- uh, sleeves, you know, where you can put like three cards yeah. on each row. So I just, it, it, it just ripped cards, right out, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I just ripped the whole fucking page. He said, that's my mom's page. I said, what the oh, fuck is You so- said, your mom's page? <laughs> He should have, <laughs> and so he had a crushed Charizard on the table because yeah. it was my it was yeah. my Charizard. I won it, and so I crushed it. So I feel bad about that. I basically stole the guy's page of a Pokemon
0: cards. Uh, bro, you should have kept that Charizard and put it in those packs to randomly win. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
3: Charizard.
0: It's a Charizard. You that's got the it. closest.
1: That's the closest thing to like uh. Stealing that I feel bad about because now that I look back on it, you know, it's is I shouldn't have done that. But I was a kid. You know, I was like, I don't even know how old I was then. I was young. And so it was, you know, it is what it it was. You know how kid kids are kids, right? And I was always the wanting to be the alpha, oh, right? So I just want to show dominance. I'm like, gonna let this guy
0: punk me no, in front of my nothing friends. Says, nothing says alpha like crushing a Charizard.
1: Straight up crushed it, bro. <laughs> Straight up it was, dude, if you would have saw His face, like, because you you just wouldn't think that someone would just crush a Karzard. He figured
2: you'd back down and just let it go.
1: Exactly, but I wasn't letting it go. And it was just funny. We're sitting there having a tug of war, and I could feel the card just starting to bend. And at that point, I lost it. I got mad because now the card is worthless, and he's fucking around. And so I crushed it. I crushed one half of it, and then eventually let go, and I just (laughs) ripped ripped the other one right out. Ripped the whole page. It was a big scene, dude. Everybody was looking at us. And the uh, people, the people that ran the flea market didn't want us there anyway because we were like young kids, uh, making a bunch of noise, like playing Pokemon, he, and screaming and to yelling. Get you out. Oh yeah, dude! They did not like us there at all.
0: I uh... so there you go. There's mine. I I remember. I mean, I <laughs> the closest I ever came. I mean, I, I was I'm I'm such a white bread goody goody. I never really stole anything. But the but the closest. Adam's got a closet of things he's stolen. The closest, yes. I keep a supply Someone of things I've stolen there. over the years. Uh, no, uh, the thing I remember, and coincidentally, Jeff is involved for this. The um, oh, so the oh, closest thing, the closest thing for uh, negative for stealing Jeff. something was uh when we were building camps uh, on our street oh. which was <laughs> uh we built a lot of camps yeah, like said. a lot camp. of camps so like it just okay so camp when I say camp i mean we built houses in the woods ah. basically they uh and the last one uh that we ever built we got to the age of the last one we wanted to combine all into this one complex and when I say complex, I mean it had the footprint of a fucking house. It I wish was,
1: we took pictures of that dude. It'd be nobody really so had to a camera that at. they could
0: have taken a, a picture of it. But I'm I, I can't exaggerate when I say this thing was thirty feet long by at least twenty five feet deep, and it was two stories, no roof. We never got that far. But it was a two story with a with an inside that was that was kind of yeah. open up. Yeah, you and could walk everyone, it too. You could walk around you the You could top walk floor. around it. And the reason was because everyone on the street, and we had a lot of kids on the street, all all around the same age, plus or minus a couple years. We all had our own bedrooms in this friggin' camp. So my dad had supplied nails for like, I don't know, five straight years building camps, and we were running low on nails. It was whatever. So this was going to be the last hurrah one way or another. We were already salvaging other camps' nails yeah. and other camps' wood. It was like a Frankenstein. But it was too big. We had already salvaged all the wood that we knew of, and we ran out. We had no more where we could go. So across from where we grew up, there was a, a, a lumber mart. <laughs> literally across the street across the, like <laughs> across the street a lumbermart and so we had a we had a long standing deal with the guys at lumbermart that their scrap pile we could take wood from the scrap pile for doing whatever we wanted to it because it just sat there until it rotted up and then got thrown in the garbage and we had taken stuff from there there was like pallets and there was actual like some plywoods and stuff yep. and but we had already used up all of the scrap pile, and there was new management at uh, <laughs> at uh, the lumber mart uh, at the time, and they weren't particularly on top of everything uh, at the store. There was a next to where the the the, the <laughs> where the the scrap pile was. There were bundles wrapped of two by six by like ten. Tuba two yeah. by six, two by six by ten. Yeah. Plank, wow, like straight up planks, big like, wood construction. If you know what I'm saying? Construction lumber. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the th- shit
1: that I, you would <laughs> that you would frame your fucking house with, like the walls, like even like then two like, by
0: six, two by six is a hell of a frame. Like you're building the tank, you go two by yeah, six. You laminate, you laminate six, yeah. two by six for beams. Like you just <laughs> use right, yeah, big pieces yeah. of wood. So. Uh, we were like, well, you know what, and, and it was right next to it, and so we were like, you know what, that's that's close enough to the scrap pile. <laughs> that's, that's scrap, man. It's scrap. That perfectly it's, wrapped wood. <laughs> that's got to be scrap, right? It's it's in it's in the the the, the, the heap. totally. So we took an X-Acto blade and we cut the <laughs> we cut, <laughs> it, cut the sheet open. We opened it up. we are like, oh, we'll just take a couple. We took like what had to be half of an entire pallet of two by six wood. by tens, straight jacked it,
1: walking down the street, Fraud fucking these big, ass, these big ass pieces of plank, just Fraud, running down to, the street.
0: We'd be we'd be taken like in a convoy. There was like ten of us, so we'd been a convoy with people on both ends of, of the of this timber. We'd have like three at a time in two in two groups. In broad daylight, walking across the street, cars passing by, we were waiting for traffic to go by, and people would be looking at us going, the what fuck the are fuck? these children <laughs> all <laughs> on all this, all this major uh, yeah. And we just walk down the street, and parents would be looking like, what is going on? I mean, what's happening here? Uh, but we'd be, we were on the side of the street where the vast majority of our parents weren't, and we'd just walk and into the like, woods. And be like, that's so much lumber that they couldn't have stolen it. Again, yeah, no way. this so broad daylight. We, just, we walked into the woods and and took it to the camp, and and we uh, we built out the rest of the camp. And unfortunately, uh, a neighbor, yeah, who who was one of the first owners of a house on the street, uh, obviously was quite salty that the street turned into a young neighborhood, and they hated kids with a passion. And so, um, despite the fact well, that... I mean, you got the kids going into the woods with large amounts of lumber. <laughs> with no <laughs> well, good no But She had no
2: idea about well, that. You couldn't but even what,
1: step on her fucking yard. We'd have our no. pedal bikes, and we'd be driving down the street, and we would... You know, like, when you'd ramp off the side of a curb? Like, you, yeah. you'd get... Like when you're going in a driveway, they have got like flaps and you take your bike and you just yeah. ramp off the side and get some air. Yeah. Well, I used to, I used to take my bike and go on the curb and then ride my bike on the curb and just kind of like look at her house. And she would just be waiting <laughs> for be me like, to fuck up and accidentally go on her yard and she would fucking lose her shit. So like driving on the curb in front of her house was, was Live or die. Just torture. Oh, it was live or die. She hated us so much. Hated me too because I was black. So, oh yeah, you know, hated me even more. Doubly so. Double hate. Hard on the difficulty slider. She was
0: tired of all the noise we were making building this camp, and it wasn't like we were building it at crazy hours. We wouldn't. We were kids. So. We were doing it like you know eleven o'clock in the morning. We'd wrap up seven o'clock at night or something at the latest. And this was only during the summer because we're in Canada and you can't build a fucking camp in the dead of winter. So I mean, it was you like could. a short you period of time. Strong enough, man enough. No, they just not had. The, we didn't have the constitution uh, to, to to make that happen. We but Canadians. she got tired of it. She called the Department of Forestry. <laughs> And they came down and saw that we were, because technically we're on government land, yeah. but we're a bunch of kids and like, and we were, we were inside of like 30 feet of the, of the line where the, the my back of the house is
1: like from my window, I could see the camp. Like there was this big fucking Toyota sign that we also stole from signs and we put it a, like a huge yeah. Toyota logo on the top <laughs> of the, like that would be at a dealership. Like, you know, a massive fucking symbol. We had it on the top. That's how big our camp was, that it looked like a symbol for a building (laughs) on our fucking camp. So in my backyard, you could see the camp there. We would run extension cords so we could work on the camp at night, and we would also just go in there and tell scary stories and shit, have like a bonfire. We would run an extension cord from my house into the camp. (laughs) Yes. And we'd have lamps and shit all set up. It would be for real. Like There were nights where we'd have TV and video games in In the the camp like we yeah. would just run extension cords there and just play and we'd <laughs> sleep in there and everything.
0: Uh so she calls the Department of Forestry and so they come down and we're all building the camp at the time and they're they're like, "Uh kids, so unfortunately, you're going to have to take all this down. And <laughs> you're going to have two we- and you're going to have 2 weeks to do it. Uh otherwise we're going to have to go to the parents and they're going to be paying the fines for what you're doing here." And we're like, "You've got to be kidding me." Uh, and, and they're like, no, peace. We'll be back in two weeks, and so we had to take down the biggest camp ever constructed. I actually uh, didn't
1: even know it was being taken down. I went out one day, and the shit yeah, was gone, gone. And I was like, yep. I was in shock. I had no. Yep. The wood was gone. Everything was gone. Yep. I, I couldn't believe it. I actually couldn't believe it. I went there, but uh, when I got my motorcycle, like back in two thousand fourteen. I took my bike down there. I did a vlog where I went to go to the old campsite, and mm. you can still see sort of where it was. Where it was, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? That's what I'll do uh, on another vlog. Is, is that I'll neighbor, go down there. Is that neighbor still there?
3: Oh, I would yes. imagine. I would
1: yes. imagine. Yes. so.
2: Yep. you need to buy just that small segment of land and build a <laughs> camp. Dude,
1: I just need to drive down there in my car and rev, and <laughs> somebody is going to get very, very mad down there. Very mad. You just pull right up to the curb. In front but of this. especially
0: especially now that the street isn't full of kids now it's yeah. mostly just retirees I mean honestly can you
1: blame them I mean if <laughs> if, if if it was oh, me we like in my neighborhood like right now yeah I would be like where the fuck are these parents like you know <laughs> our parents didn't really care as long as we weren't, we weren't causing people. any trouble we were just being kids like going out playing track down late at night screaming and yelling going Dude, when on I was in, building camps when, when I was I, in we
2: college fun. when I was in college we had and this was, this was hilarious because I thought it was funny up until one of my friends got, like, wrecked. But um, there were roaming gangs of 8th graders with, like, <laughs> baseball bats that would, like, attack college students who were walking home. They get what their, was? like, iPods and stuff. I'm like,
3: where are their
0: parents? We didn't, we didn't do that. We, we, just, we just had suburbs. street yeah. wars. Yeah. We, no, yeah, we, we were, were in the, the We suburbs. were in the suburbs,
2: too. This was not, like, an urban, like, thing. This was, like, ah. a very, very small college town. Like it was not urban at all we're just like we like we're reading in the school newspaper about these roaming gangs of eighth graders right? and we're like okay <laughs> that's safe
1: it's
0: like, wonderful well then so it sounds like some spin-off of the outsiders
2: it yeah, was kind of ridiculous. everyone's a
0: greaser just just being greasy
2: so there so, you go, that's yeah. the
0: closest, that's the closest. I actually had another one that it wasn't me, it was Jeff, because it's the one that sticks in my mind, can I tell it? No, it's,
1: it. <laughs> it's enough, that's enough. <laughs> it's
0: it's it. just. It's just a no, minor one. No, no, it's not no, even no. stealing, it's not even really stealing.
3: Oh. It's not
0: even it? really stealing. What is it? Remember, uh, it was when we were still golfing a lot, but really early on, and we, uh, we uh, you had, you needed a new putter, and we went into a, a crappy tire, <laughs> and you found a putter that you liked. Uh, oh no, no, we're sorry. Reverse that. You—it was a driver. You needed a driver, and we were in the aisle at Crappy Tire, and and uh, and you fucking—you took you took the. <laughs> what did I do, you Adam? Took the, you took the barcode off the putter and you put it on the driver. <laughs> And you took it up, and the person pretty much watched you do this shit. And, and you walked up, and you handed them the driver, and they rang it in, and they didn't fucking say anything. And we fucking walked out. You got like a you got like a two hundred dollar driver for $49.99 <laughs> I honest to god don't even remember that, dude. I honestly I don't even it remember it like it was yesterday.
3: Oh my god, I was like, because
0: I, I was standing there, and I was like, you can't be serious. The fucking desk was like. Right there, the aisle lined up exactly where the cashier was, and Jeff just goes. When you need a driver, you need a driver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna step off for one
2: second because I think Uh. I might still have the thing I stole. Okay, all right, right. go get it.
0: That's all it was. That's all it was that we just, we were, we were out and Jeff was like, I need a driver. And so he just takes the sticker and just slaps it on. I still don't understand. The person must just hated their job. They they probably just
1: didn't give a fuck, bro. No,
0: because he shows up obviously as a (laughs) putter. Oh, what oh, I do to be so what I
1: do good. to be a kid again, man! What I do? Oh,
0: that was so funny. I was just I just remember being so fucking like dumbfounded. Like I'm watching it happen, and I'm like, and we scans it, <laughs> and I'm waiting for it to like happen, and she just here, take it and we've left. That was it. It was beautiful. All right, what do you got? What do you got? Panic.
2: All this. Now you might be wondering. Really, you might be wondering what this is, right? Easy there, Edge Lord. What is it? Um, so in new york there was this show i completely forgot the name of the show it's um one of those like living art type place things you go and it's going on all around and different storylines are playing out and all the audience members will actually have to wear these masks and they walk around and they can kind of observe the story from the different points of view that they want to as they explore it's like a hotel that's like Six, seven stories, and you can go. Pan- up and panic, down if you could
0: talk any further away from your Sorry. microphone, that would be way more useful. <laughs> all right. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> My bad. My bad. So um you have to um you walk around and you do your whole thing. You get to see the story from different viewpoints, all this crazy stuff's going on. And when they're leaving, they're saying, Everyone, return your masks. Everyone, please return your masks. And then the woman is like looking at me, makes eye contact, is like Please return your masks and like keeps looking at me like feeling <laughs> I'm like, you know what? And I, I had some friends with me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that bitch! I'm taking I'm this mask. It. I'm keeping this mask. And she like it's such at- a random mask. It just looks like Jay and lo we never saw it, the light though. of day. And I'm like, this is mine now. No, it's just so like, whatever. You- all the actors and stuff are not wearing masks. So this is for all the audience members and stuff. Just walk around and, like hidden
1: because it's like dark. It's almost present. like. At when I'm at the movie theater, and they're like, "Yo, please give back your 3D glasses," and <laughs> you just decide, know what? You know what? I'm gonna keep my
3: 3D glasses. I'm gonna take cool these home." With, with me. I
2: was cool with it, but no, she like made eye contact with you, like, "Oh, you're, you're you're that brown guy over there is gonna take that mask." Damn right, that brown guy is. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you profiling me now? Like, making eye contact and "Return and, your mask."
1: And that brown guy got a driver at the sale of a putter too. <laughs> oh my god
0: that's great so yeah childhood
1: dude i have there are so many stories i could tell about my childhood that would just make your head spin Mm. just absolutely make your head spin on some of the dumb shit that i've done um all right next next question uh let me see here what is the okay, here we go. This is from uh Soft Shoe, who is a ten dollar supporter. I was gonna who's ask you a, this if you didn't ask uh, this. Six sixty dollar lifetime supporter, so he's been doing it for a while. Thank you. Uh what is the single most mildly annoying thing another driver can do on the road? Follow up. Are you guys coming to PodCon in Seattle in December? So the second part, no. No. Maybe uh, next but, year. Maybe. <laughs> we a uh, lot it's gonna be one to hell of a stretch goal to do. Get us to that, that ten thousand mark, and we'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: all right. So yeah, what is what is the single most mildly
0: annoying thing another driver can do on the road? Um, I'm going to say for me, uh, I uh, okay. I guess the the one that 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 annoys me what the most. Your gears. I have two. I only really have two major pet peeves on on the road. Um, and they're almost neck and neck for how annoying they are to me. It's just which it depends on where I'm driving and how fast I'm trying to get there. One is, um, when you're on a highway, uh, and I don't know how often this happens in other places, whatever here in, in Nova Scotia, we have sections of our, of our highways that are twinned into two sets of two, uh, in either direction. And then there will be times where that, goes down where it's two lanes on one, um, and sometimes it will go from double lane down to single in both directions. Any time that you go from double lane into where uh, lanes are going against each other, people in the lane will go from driving, you know, at the speed limit or higher, and then all of a sudden it's like they're terrified that just because we've lost a single lane... People are going to veer onto oncoming traffic, and so they you drive 50 of your lanes at them. They they drive 20 kilometers an hour under the speed limit because they're like mortified that somebody in the other lane is going to come over, and so you spend the next half an hour in a stretch on the highway driving behind somebody that should have their four way flashers on, and then as soon as a passing lane opens up they go back to driving 110 kilometers an hour and you can't pass them because they've just gone from 80 to 110 kilometers an hour and then you've got to like floor the gas just to get around them and then if you don't, they go right back down to fucking 80 kilometers an hour again uh, on the other side. So there's that. That drives me batshit crazy. And then also, uh, I adopted this one from my dad. This is one of the few things dad will just flat out curse (laughs) whenever this happens. Um, It's when somebody passes you only to take the off-ramp 30 feet ahead, so they cut you off yep. to put on the brakes to go off onto the next ramp that's like right ahead of you. That, like, those two things drive me batshit crazy. Mine is uh, very simple.
1: Women drivers.
3: Ooh, ooh! I'm just oh, joking. No. I'm just joking.
1: Man, I want oh. the I want to ooh. roll some feathers. We just lost three percent of our viewership. Ah, I'm just joking. Um, I would say <laughs> not for joking. me the most the most uh the thing that pisses me off the most, and I I give I'm I'm an angry driver, so if somebody cuts me off or does something stupid, I I'm the guy that'll speed up and just look at them and fucking like mouth fuck you fuck you like that i'm just that type of person um and there's 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 one thing that'll that'll make me do that every single time and that is when somebody oh, i don't know which one i hate more um dude there's a lot of there's a lot of things that i i get very salty at i'm going to go with cuz i'm like you there's two of them that that are neck and neck i would say ah uh, People that – okay, I'm going to go with this one. People that honk their horn for no apparent reason other than to the honk their horn. So, for example, if you're <laughs> driving – if you're driving um, at a – there's a yellow light and you're driving you, – you're, you're already committed. Like, you, you're you not speeding up to get, to beat it. You're just committed. And then there's a person that is already out in the intersection taking a left and they're waiting for you to stop at the light or go by. Um. And then this is just one scenario and you go and they're they're getting ready. They're just going to assume you're going to stop. And so they go, baby,
3: <laughs>
1: or or if or if you're um, changing lanes and you put your blinker on and you do your you do your check and they just start honking their horn like they just start like and you're nowhere near to hit them. You're nowhere remotely close. You're like two cars. You're, cards starting, you're, you're away. starting
0: the process. You're of starting the process to, to change lanes,
1: and so they just honk their horn so <laughs> prematurely that it pisses me off. So that uh, I'm going to go. Anybody that honks their horn when it's not needed, they, okay. they just, just want to. That's their way yeah. of saying "fuck you" or like yeah. you know, what are you doing? Hey, I'm here. It's like yeah, I see you. <laughs> I see you. So that's that gets me like honking the horns. Get me going. Yeah. That's that's pretty, and people that cut me off too. I, I just don't like being cut off. Like if you're if you're behind me, and I'm going the speed limit or most times over the speed limit, ten to fifteen miles and, is reasonable. And you gotta go, and you gotta you gotta pass me, and the, just to cut in front of me, and we're all going to the same place, and the traffic in front of me is not moving any faster. Why are you Why are you doing this? Why are you Why are you speeding? Why are in front you of the me? way
2: you are? Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. That's it for me. I'm with Miyagi too. When you're at a red light and they honk your, or a green light, it just turns green and they honk their horn yeah. like, like you're sleeping at the wheel or on your phone or something. It's like, it just turned green and they're honking <laughs> their horn for you to hurry Give me up. Give a minute.
3: That shit. Uh, what about, what about,
2: on?
0: what about you, Panic?
2: Um, a couple of one, a couple of ones there. Um the thing I probably hate the most is on the three lane highways where you have the uh, the express lane or the passing lane um, and people who go in there and they just pace the speed limit or they pace mm. the car in the lane next. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. like come on guys, like this is meant so you can move quicker with the flow of traffic or whatever. Um, tailgating absolutely drives me insane. Oh, yeah. like oh, I'm yeah. like there's there's no reason for you to be right on my ass. I'm going like I'm going seventy in like a sixty area, like you know. <laughs> Either go to the other lane or what? Like it's like or just pass me. It's fine, whatever. Um, Those two drive me absolutely insane. And then lesser so is probably when you just leave your turn signal on. You know, you're on a highway (laughs) cruising for like three miles. Your turn signal's been blinking. That doesn't
1: bug me. I, you know what? When when people do that, I go into like helpful mode and I'll speed up in front of them and then I'll turn my blinker on and I'll turn it off and I'll turn it on. And I'll turn it off, and it I'll turn it on. Depends on the situation. Like and then that. eventually they'll figure out, like, why in the fuck is this idiot turning on his thing? And they look down, they go, "Oh shit, he's <laughs> trying to tell me that my <laughs> blinkers on." Like that actually never bugs me. I'm always the guy that's like, "I'm gonna save the day."
0: That's yeah. I've got one more. I've got one more before we move on to the next question. This is a very specific one. It probably happens in a lot of other other places too. But I could I can I can make it more general. So the general one is people that can't stay in their fucking lane to save their life. Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah, like they're constantly the half a wheel or. What are you a full talking wheel. about, Jeff? You're like a
2: half lane with your truck all the time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Jeff, I don't think you're in line. You're like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm like looking over. I'm like, why am I seeing the
1: lane line go like under me? You know what I hate you know what I hate the most to bean? I hate backseat
0: drivers.
3: I uh, want in your irritates the
1: fuck out of wasn't me. I'm in the backseat.
0: Backseat driving. That it it, it's, it kills me. And the place I see it the most in in this city is on Quimpool Road, the hill that goes, you know, you're going down or up, and it's a corkscrew. And people just can't tell where the fuck the front of their car is. And so if I'm going up the hill and somebody's coming down, I, I have to. Even though I know I'm going to go back into the left lane, I will shove all the way over into the right uh, right lane. Because I know if I don't, I'm, I'm going to have to crowd the right lane over anyway. Because somebody's going to run directly into my fucking vehicle as I'm going around that corner. Because yep. for some reason, so many people can't take that corner. They have no idea where they are. Uh, today, I was... Uh, and driving up it and it was a dude in a in a fucking ram 2500 oh yeah <laughs> and he was and he was like his whole his whole driver's side tire was in my fucking lane and he's just talking to the guy next to him having a laugh and i was like what? really bro just, yeah it's
1: like uh bud
0: just stay in your damn lane for god's sake it's not that difficult <clears throat> so yeah there's there's the last one all right what's the next uh what's the next one what do we got uh, well, we got Postal Panda. He said, will we see a lag TV commentate curling.
1: Oh. <clears throat> Heavy hard.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't know enough about curling to be able to commentate it. No, maybe that would I. make it more entertaining. Uh, you guys are yeah. Canadian. What, what kind of Canadians I are you? I, I roughly, like, I roughly know, I I know the the rules enough and stuff to watch it and understand what's going on. But if I had to sit down and do commentary, it'd be terrible. But maybe that would be the entertaining part. I'm going to say no, though. <laughs> Probably not.
1: Um, you never know. Mr. Miyagi asks, would you rather
0: eat a bowl of shit or shit out a bowl?
1: I'm
2: going
0: to go with shit out a bowl. I'm going to say shit out a bowl because he did not specify yeah, how, the size how, of the bowl.
1: Yes. yeah, we, we, found, we found a loophole. We found loophole. a
0: loophole. Um, yeah, there's no real other questions. Oh here's no here's 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 one. Mark Mark uh Blinkhorn Marky uh, Mark a free uh, a Marky Mark uh asks what absolutely, unequivocally, bar none, one hundred percent for the love of all that is holy, instantly, now and forevermore grosses you out the most? Related for a follow up. Are you familiar with the Facebook works oh. of Dr. Sandra Lee?
1: Is that the girl that pops pimples? Yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, Kayla Kayla follows her on a, on a Instagram and shit, and she's always watching people. She's got like a fetish for it. If I have a it's pimple, kind of, she's like, "Let me pop it." I'm like, "Get it's the fuck up. away from me!" It's so weird. Yeah. Um. What What disgusts me? I don't know if I have anything. There's nothing that I I don't. There's things that I can't stand, um, like when people scratch a chalkboard. I can't. Yeah, I yeah. can't oh. deal with that. Like I just can't deal with it. Uh, that doesn't bother me, but I know what oh, you mean. Oh, it bothers the noise. living hell out of me, dude. Microphone um, feedback. Times, oh, that doesn't bother me. I'm used to that. But uh, like really bad
3: microphone feedback.
1: Uh, yeah, that hurts. But yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the sound of the nail yeah. scratching the chalkboard. I remember there's in school when it this was before whiteboards came out because when I was in junior high elementary school, it was all chalk, like everything right. was chalk, so there were times where the teacher would be writing shit out on the on the on the chalkboard, and I would have to leave the classroom until they were done d- doing it because even even like I'm just thinking about it now it chalk being too fresh, it, yeah, that's what it is it's even the chalk on the chalkboard reminds me of the noise of nails scratching a chalkboard, and I just can't do it. So if if there's one thing that really, really irritates me, it's that. Mm. That and also, you know, hearing and seeing people throw up that. Oh, my God. That That I can't uh, handle.
0: I I can't handle. I can't handle that. Well, I mean, like, it's really difficult. If I'm anything but feeling fresh as a daisy. MLG. When it's happening, (laughs) I will instantaneously also feel sick to my stomach. Yep. Um wait I which I guess my dad's the same way uh as well with that but like and so part of it is I I almost never throw up so I have like a, I have like an almost phobia of getting sick to my stomach yeah. uh and so when other people are doing it it's just like you go to a party and people are just wasted, and you you'll hear like it just it's a thing that you hear, yeah. and you're just like I'm like I want to plug my ears, just be like la 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 yeah. la, la like, no, no, not no, no, not hearing it, not hearing it, no, uh, who shit um, themselves. Uh, but like other than other than that, I mean, yeah, I there's nothing, there's nothing that disgusts me. There's things that uh, that I'll find harder to watch. I guess in that same vein, like, uh, um. Pulling teeth is a little rough. Watching somebody's teeth get pulled, or, or why would you or whatever. watch someone's teeth get pulled? Um oh, well, the movies are fucked up. Oh. They do some crazy I used
1: shit. To have, I, I still do. Like I have uh, nightmares all the time of me losing my teeth.
0: All the time. Oh my well, teeth fall out dreams. That's yeah. pretty horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. That's a yeah. That's a calm. I that's wake up and I'm like, all right, teeth okay. My teeth still sure. okay. yeah. yeah. like i, like, face. I be
1: spitting. i am mean, like spitting out teeth. Like or they like, just feel uh, loose in the dream. They feel loose. Yeah, like they're fucked. Yeah, I, that happens probably like once every three months. I would say I have those, and I think they say it's something to do with fear of growing older, or fear of of future, or something like that, of, of getting old. I I don't know yeah. what, what what kind of subconscious
0: thing there is to that, but um, yeah, yeah I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, there's and there's just stuff that I just don't want to eat because it just it'll make me gag. We're not even just make me gag, but just you know, just um, bones uh, in food does that to me. me. I don't do
2: chicken wings for that reason. Oh, really? Bo- I absolutely despise bones in food.
0: I actually don't mind. I mean, like it's annoying, but I've never. I, it it's doesn't not mean, annoying; it's, it just
2: disgusts me. I'm like,
0: yeah, it doesn't uh, ruin it for me, but it just does, it doesn't get me going. That's for sure. Or or like the I'm the type of tomatoes. guy I find I find a hair, I find a hair in my food. I'm like, I don't fucking oh, care. Is whatever
1: yeah. texture tomatoes. I, I'm not a big fan. If it's if it's like my dog hair or my wife's or mine or whatever, I'm like whatever. But if it's some stranger's hair at a restaurant and there's a big fucking hair Tom in my crutches. food, that's it. I'm done. I'm I'm literally. I won't even. I can't even. I mean, I'm not even <laughs> the guy that's like,
3: oh, it's a fucking
1: hair. I won't make a scene. I'll just say, yeah, there's you know, there's a hair in my food. Like, uh, it's like, can I get? No, I'm I'm good. Like, I won't even. I'm done. My appetite's gone mm. instantly. Yeah, we were in a we were in a restaurant a couple of years ago. This was actually more like
2: 15 years ago, um, and we were literally sitting there. It was like we used to go here all the time, um, and it's called Rice Star. Um, we're sitting at the table. Cockroach just crawls across the table. My mm-hmm. friend, my friend, literally just opens his wallet, puts money down on the table, like for the full bill for all of us who were there. Like, it was like six of us there, and he's just like, "We're we're leaving."
3: We didn't even I, touch our I wouldn't food. Even,
2: we just I we, even pay. we literally just nah. up and left and we never went back again. Like I was they're walking, more Canadian. Yeah.
0: They're, they're more Canadian than I am. I, was walking, I wouldn't be paying for that shit. I was I,
2: yeah. I was we used to go there all the time. I was walking by and they're like, Why don't you guys ever come anymore? I'm like, You guys have freaking cockroaches crawling across the table. Saw that, we're like, We're done.
0: <laughs> Please <clears throat> uh, oh, here's one that that I can't stand. Uh, when you leave your laundry in the in the washer for too long after it's done, and like you forget about it, and it gets it like that funky that yeah. smell. Yeah, it's like a
1: moldy smell,
0: and Gross. it you you have to wash your clothes like five more times to get that fucking smell out. You can't get yeah, rid it's of that it. Musty and it's, smell. And if you air your ho- if you if you don't realize it until you've already put your clothes up to dry or some shit, yep. your whole house smells like it for like three days, yeah, and you can't, kinda, you can't purifier, get rid of it. Bro. That that shit fucking kills me, kills yeah. me. There it is. Um, what else? Let's see. We
2: want to take some. Uh, I got one. We're gonna take this one from uh, Blue Gris. the short one. He's okay. one of our $10 patrons. He's a first timer. It's his last time support's 10 bucks. Thank you for your initial support. We love you. Um, would you rather give up sex forever or be forced to eat your most hated food every day
1: for the rest of your lives? I'd eat the food for sure. But I mean, they didn't specify how much of it you need to eat. So if I mm. can just. Take we'll a assume bit. it's your
0: least favorite meal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that'd be pork chops and it would be rough, but I mean, not as rough as my sex. So <laughs> I would, there's no way I'm giving yeah. up. I'd rather, I'd honest to God, dude. You'd if get I, used it, to the
0: food after a while. Yeah. But it was just it. Like, yeah. after a while, like you hate it at first and then you'd just be there. I mean, we would probably, probably give up the
2: sex because I love my food.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't mean it's the only thing that you can eat. It just says that you have to have to, to, eat, it every you have to day. eat it every day. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. how much
2: I hate certain foods that I would like if I if I have to eat my most
1: hated food every day, I'd be like I'd be sad and depressed. That's
2: probably fair. I would be
1: fair. way more sad and depressed if I knew I couldn't have sex again. That'd be like why am I living?
3: This
1: is stupid. Like I can't have children. I can't like I can't just, you know, have sex. Spank bank, bro. Fuck all that. <laughs> Fuck all that, dude. I'd eat a dick <laughs> fucking twice a year to be able to have sex. <laughs> well, how
0: magnanimous of you, twice a year? Yeah. What wow. if you had to I eat go, every day? T- I ain't going more than twice.
1: <laughs> I ain't going more than twice, now. Nah. I ain't going more than twice a year. I ain't going no more than twice.
0: Oh, man. This one's to- this one's topical. Comes in from Stuka, uh, the man who does our timestamps in every YouTube video. The legend himself. Would you rather live in an area that gets yearly hurricanes or yearly wildfires? We're in that season for both so, of them. Oh, California or Florida? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm go going, fires. I'm going hurricanes. I'm going, fires. I'm going hurricanes on this one because you can build for hurricane building for fire just not going to happen and you're going to get evacuated every single time for fires. You're not going to get evacuated every single time for hurricanes. Um, You 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 can just fires more easily are moving. prepare. I'd rather yeah, deal with like, a fire like as opposed to a hurricane that's moving at like 150 yeah. miles an
1: hour. I feel like fires are safer. You're going to have a lot of time to prepare. Um, You know, it, it's. It you don't have a lot of time
0: to prepare at all for fires, unless it starts way the fuck away. I mean, think of the fire that we uh, that uh, happened where we are. Yeah, uh, but somebody
1: somebody started that fire like right in the middle. Like that wasn't a wildfire. That was a straight up some fucking kids.
0: No, it didn't. Well, they didn't dig the fire out. Somebody was in the woods. and They didn't dig the fire out properly. But the, all the same, it's still a forest fire. The forest is on yeah. fire. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't travel differently because some kids. You know, had a bonfire. Yeah, it's uh, just like it's it's with a fire, you know what the fire is.
1: With a hurricane, it's really dangerous. I mean, it can fuck like even preparing for a hurricane. It can still completely fuck you anyway. Um, I think you're far more likely to get killed or injured from a hurricane than yeah, you are a fire. Definitely. Like, you, you, like with a fire, it's just like, dude, there's a fire. Can we get the fuck out of here? Dude, like Like, you can even you can even drive through fire. Pretty bad. Hurricane. I'm out. We get we get
2: we don't get hit by hurricanes directly here. We get hit by really heavy windstorms and like close to hurricanes here, and it's messy as hell. Like trees fall, things go all over the place. Like like it's it's just dangerous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. I mean, fire is a fire is equally dangerous, but in
2: like a way that like look, if the wildfires are coming. You can get out. Yeah, you might lose your house or whatever, but the overall situation I feel like is less dangerous unless you're like a firefighter.
1: And also with with fires is you can kind of control a fire. Like even even if it is you have to a let it burn, but you can fire, kind of control it. You can can contain it in a way. Like you can slow its process with a hurricane it's mother nature just going nuke every 20 minutes you, for the current you can't, storm you can i mean you, there there is you just got to kind of sit and let it go and let it run its course there's no other way so i would say that and uh, you know i'm not as scared as from fire as i am you know drowning or or you know just getting fucking torn up in a in a hurricane you know also like your family and friends you don't know you know anything could just go go wrong so I'll, I'll go with i'll go with the fire cuz i can outrun it
0: <laughs> you think you can outrun a fire? <laughs> you can't outrun a fire any better. Than you can outrun a fucking hurricane. Fire, fires are some of the fastest moving fucking natural disasters on the planet. It's just the only thing. The only thing is we're thinking about like Vancouver fires that are happening far outside of of metropolitan well, areas. No. I mean
1: we saw what happened in Calgary, and there was videos of them of the like forests burning all around them, but the roads weren't touched, and they were just still driving out of the city. I mean that place got fucking flattened.
0: Oh yeah, it's crazy.
1: So you know, it's I don't even know if anybody died. I don't even think anybody. I could be wrong, but uh,
0: I mean, I just think the hurricane, like the one's happening right now, is Category Five. It's going to absolutely fucking pump the tits. Category Four went ahead out of Florida. Florida man is not going to be around for a while because this hurricane is going to do some terrible, terrible damage. (laughs) The thing is, Florida's got like five plus days. Everyone in Florida that it's in the in the area of effect to do something about it. A lot of people Show up, and then inside of inside of twenty four hours, the fire has spread to the point where you're you're fucked. Um, yeah, but look
2: at it this way too. In Florida now, in those five days, you now have massive gas shortages. People are still stuck; they can't go anywhere. Well, there, there's, there's massive gas yeah.
0: shortages and shit because they're trying to fucking stay. They're just hoarding. Like you're looking at people like in pictures taking buckets no oh, the highways filling are them up at the gas station <laughs> like just open buckets not even gas cans oh, yeah, i saw the guy like, i saw the
2: guy with the big open like, buckets just heavy like here, I want garbage some cans <laughs> in the bed of his pickup truck he's pouring gasoline into it
0: so it's no wonder and there's Florida gas historically
2: is not the most um, intelligent when it comes to their reserves they only um, they consume gas <laughs> almost as fast as they bring it in like as they're importing it and bringing it in They only have about seven days worth of reserve. Every other state in the country, more or less, is looking at 14 to 21 days worth of gas that they have on hand at any given time.
0: Yeah, as soon as, as soon as, if I was, if I was like, um, you know, Southern Florida or anywhere in that general area, like the first time that the tracker, that the tracker, that the tracker said there is like a 75% chance this shit is getting there and it's going to be huge. I would have been packed my car up, got the fuck oh, yeah. out of Florida oh, yeah, so fast. Well you get hurricane. I had people on Twitter I had people on Twitter going, Florida's so big you can't like get away from the Yes you yes. If I have to drive for twenty straight fucking hours because a category five fucking hurricane is about to show up on gone. my front doorstep. I'm gone. Well that's gone. the thing. Like um and I'm gonna
2: say this from personal experience. There are some really stubborn people who don't leave, but there's also some people who are just like, "Oh yeah, no, this is bullshit," um, and they're just gonna stay. Um, I kind of made that mistake during Hurricane Sandy because the year, uh, you know, a couple months or maybe it was a year before there was Hurricane Irene, where everyone was like, "Oh god, this is a massive hurricane; it's gonna screw everything up," and nothing really happened. It kind of came and went, and more or less things were fine. However, then Hurricane Sandy came around. And they were, like, hyping the hell out of this thing. Everyone was like, oh, my God. And then they're like, oh, no, it's not actually a hurricane. It's a tropical storm. So everyone's just like, oh, yeah, no, this is not going to be that bad. For me, the only reason I went to my parents' house for Hurricane Sandy was because during Irene, I was completely fine. My parents got kind of messed up, and they had some flooding. So this time around, they're like, hey, do you mind coming up here in case some stuff happens and we need your help? I was like, all right, fine, I'll go hang out there. And I get the phone call, they're like, Hey, your building is no longer deemed suitable for occupancy because all the utilities are just running. I'm just like, what? So I literally at my <laughs> parents' house. I was at my parents' house with like a day's worth of clothing and nothing, and I'm like sitting there. I'm like, well, then, guess I'm wearing the clothes I had from like seven years ago that mom still kept for some reason. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing. So I have so was of uh, my
2: uh, office from when I was um when I had to work from home for like 3 4 week in months. It was terrifyingly bad.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, uh, it's it, it, they're they're gnarly, but yeah, so on the topic of of Florida and for those also who got hit by uh Harvey, uh rough hurricane season yeah. right now. Three I hope everyone months. that is that is deciding to stay in Florida has got some seriously Epic place to hang out and wait it out. I know and I appreciate that not everyone can can uh, evacuate for any number of circumstances. But but at this point, I think they what you still got a couple of days before it hits. Still got about day or so. Yeah, just if you can and and you're not a hundred percent sure of the situation, get get out of there.
1: Play safe and just get the fuck out. Don't yeah. be stubborn. Don't be don't make excuses. Just leave. Find a way. Yeah. It's you, can re- you,
0: can re- you can replace yeah. your shit. You can't replace your life if you get caught up in that. And look, if, if uh, the storm
2: ends up not being as bad or it veers off into the Atlantic, so be so it. So be it. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: you know, you're still safe. Yeah, it's an inconvenience. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's not fair. But at the end of the day, you got to you gotta be safe, man. Like, that's just... Uh, if it was coming here for Nova Scotia, you bet your ass I would have been... Oh, I'd, be I'd already be gone. gone. I mean, I, it's not, it wouldn't even be waiting... No. I could be like five days out. I'd be like, all right, boys, I'm heading to Vegas for a week. I'll see, see you uh when it's all done and I'll come to my house and we'll see how fucked everything else everything I'll worry about it when I get home. But I'm not I'm not sitting here to play to play around. No. no. Get all that. Bye bye. Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Absolutely not. Let's do one let's do one more question all right then I'm going I to just check. realized that I recorded this entire podcast so it's gonna get posted all at the same time because I'm not splitting a three hour file I there forgot to stop recording because we got we got uh, that host um all right yeah one more one more question what do we got here
1: I don't know I, I've already I, I, there's like nothing left I think we answered just about every single question on there
0: all right. Okay, here's, here's one that's quick, easy, lighthearted. Sergeant Dragon asks, If you guys were at a karaoke bar, which song do you think each other would sing? Jeff, Jeff without question, sings... There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, depending on how much alcohol Jeff has, the, the songs change but I'm going to go with dirty pop as mm, one for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would go with, that. uh, go that with comes them. out every, almost every time. And then there's usually also at least one Michael song that gets tossed in there somewhere.
2: I or a Backstreet Boys song.
1: I always, I always hit up, uh, uh an Enrique Iglesias too. <laughs> yes. Eureka. Hero. Hero, hero is when
0: you're really wasted though. Yeah. Like you're fucked when, when hero comes out. Yes. Dirty Pop is like you just started the night, you're feeling good, you can still yeah. dance around a bit, That's you right. got some energy. That's right. <laughs> I say I say uh that uh panic has won too many and tries to sing Desposito.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: see that. I have not actually even
1: heard Desposito. Yes, you have. What the fuck? No, I haven't. Yes, you dude, have the Justin dude, Bieber song. You, you oh, couldn't, have it. you could it's not Puerto exist.
0: Rico. You could not exist on this planet this is how for we the do last that y- in
1: Puerto Rico.
0: I don't,
2: some, some, I some. don't, I don't listen to radio. You're I work shit. in an office. I have You're not heard shit. this song. I've heard You're parodies of, of it, but I haven't actually heard the song. You're full of shit. I actually, have not. You heard would be. The song. You
0: would be. You're a file. Short, of short of the thumps. fucking Amish. The Amish heard this shit. I, yep. short. When would I hear everyone. the song?
1: I don't.
2: I, oh, I don't
0: know.
1: Anytime.
0: It could be on a. It could be on a radio. Dude, You're walking you walk down, down the street walking outside, fucking and someone in their somebody's fucking car playing that shit. Driving
1: down, listening to that shit. I Anywhere. walk two
2: blocks, and I'm underground. I don't. I don't think. I think oh, you guys are giving God. me way too much credit for being out in He's the world.
1: Panic! I don't believe you. I actually just don't believe. <laughs> I seriously have not
2: heard the song. All right, it is. Well, it, I, I think. It.
0: I think it's doubled uh, on the the most watched YouTube video all time, and it is also like the most download. I mean, it's 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 actually probably the the most money has been made off of this song <laughs> than like I any other parodies.
1: song. Dude, Justin Bieber made like ninety ninety six million dollars. That's last good year. for him, man. Like, it's just so much money. Just just desposito. So, I'm going to go for Panic. I'm going to go, um... Shit. I just don't know, because I actually just don't know what Panic really fucks with. I'm going to go with, um... I'm going to (laughs) go with some Queen. Um... I could do Queen. Do that being a thing.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just going to...
0: Which Queen? Um... Obviously not Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: No. The Mr. Popo theme. <laughs> um I don't know. You know what though? I you know what? I'm actually gonna go with yeah, I'm gonna go with uh bodies um by a drowning pool.
2: No, man, that's not I don't go that hard. I'd be like a
1: kryptonite. Stairway guy. to heaven. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that with what Mr. Like Miyagi a, said. Be like a kryptonite guy as more
2: than
0: bodies. No panic. You know what panic is? Panic sings "Paralyzer." Paralyzer.
1: Fucking
2: <laughs>
0: paralyzer.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my! Get them, God. No, I oh, get the fuck. <laughs> get out. Out. What are you the, doing on this podcast? podcast? Holy shit! Jesus fuck
2: me!
0: Oh,
1: finger eleven. Yeah, no, no,
2: I know yes. this song.
0: Fuck man! It's yeah, I would totally do this
1: song. Yeah, there you go. Totally there you go. Paralyzer. Now that he's threatening to get fired. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That Despacito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know.
2: I don't. No, I her. do not yeah. know Despacito. Yeah,
0: I know. I know that shit off my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If he yeah, said yeah. finger
2: eleven, I'd be like, yeah,
0: I know that shit. Yeah, I heard the alphabet song once. <laughs>
1: um, I'm gonna go with uh, for Adam. I'm gonna go. Um, can't get enough of your love.
0: What? I, don't even think I think can't I know get that. enough of your
1: love. Yeah, body. I do think I know that. that
0: song off the top of my head.
1: I think I, I think, I think think that's the one that Adam sings. I don't
0: know, I don't know why. I've sang exactly... How do you not know this? I've sang exactly one karaoke song in my life, and it was at your 30th birthday.
1: Oh, yes, that's right. You sang... Um, and I
0: fucking... only sang 20% of it, because I didn't know Yeah, you didn't know the rest? <laughs> <laughs> you crushed the chorus.
3: Oh, Everything yeah, else, you it. shit the bed.
0: Yeah. It was... Uh, it was, uh, it's not unusual. Yeah,
3: that's it's it. Not it's unusual. not unusual. You know what? That is it. That's the one you're doing. That's the one you always
1: do. Or that you would always do. Yep. It's not I only, unusual. And I only
0: brought it out because you turned through It's the only time in my life I'm doing karaoke. You it, it out like and your crushed 30th. it, though. Brought it out yeah. and crushed it. <laughs> All right, well. But did Panic,
2: wait. Did Panic uh, say? Uh, I mean, for Jeff, I had, a, I pretty much said, like, Billie Jean or... Like okay. something from Backstreet Boys, because he just loves their mm-hmm. entire catalog. <laughs> and it That's makes right. sense. I, I've been out with Jeff. Karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know for you, Adam. I feel like you might. Like, if it's not going to be Barry, <laughs> it's going to be some
1: K-pop shit.
0: <laughs> Barry! Kate, how the fuck I am I going to sing K-pop? I don't,
1: see, I don't see him doing K-pop. Oh. I'm happy that Adam is kind of out of his K-pop phase.
2: It's a... <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah, thing the I, don't two hours. I don't know maybe phil k-pop maybe I'm, some I'm phil collins i'm not like i'm not I'm fully out of
0: it i just k-pop no, just right. sucks right think, now you know i'm you gonna go to do ahead like three hours I'm gonna give of a victory you're down to i'm gonna like, give one none.
1: victory to your woman all right because ever
0: since she showed up i Dude, have not, i got her, I have her into not k-pop seeing... and she listens to her do it more than i do now
1: all right well i just don't know i get balled in there you go i take it all back
0: I was trying to give her Adam, some props I just, here. Um, it's just it's. I liked the K-pop that I listened to in that in that like three and a half year period, and then I haven't liked K-pop very much since. Nothing's come out that I've been interested in. But every now and then, I still get something that's catchy. Adam, I know but your yeah. song. What's my song? Take Me Home. Oh shit, oh, Phil Collins. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's like trying to sing. That's like trying to sing like a, a fucking. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you got toasted, you'd
1: be kind of like the one
0: who'd I'd, be like, yeah, I feel like if you, had a
1: gun, Love
0: song, if you had yeah. a
2: gun
1: to Adam's head and you're like, sing this fucking song, he'd actually sing the song. He said, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be fucking good, but I'll do it. I think, I think that's the song. I think that's the song he would actually do. So I agree with you there.
0: Oh, man. He'd even do like the drums. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been. Technical Alpha. The people on YouTube are going to get confused as shit. Like, what do you mean, next? Like, side B. This still goes for another hour and a well, half. What are you just talking up about? And call it side A, B. A, and B. Oh. Mm, ooh, A, B positive. It's side, a, B. Six for, side six pack. That's uh, side six pack. But, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of Technical Alpha. Hopefully, you've enjoyed yourselves. Uh, you, you're getting lucky. I'm going to actually. This is going to be a release on iTunes and everything. Everything's getting one ooh, file. So, there you go. You just you can, you can shout outs to Base Trade because they're the reason why it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> so, welcome guys. Uh, if you like if you like the podcast, make sure to hit follow, the follow us button and uh,
1: check us out now. Coming Thursdays at eight yes. PM Eastern.
0: Yes, and uh, hit up that Patreon and for the love of all that is holy and sacred, we have been at eighty eight reviews, five star reviews on iTunes for like a hot minute. So let's get. The rest of those 12 five-star reviews get us to 100 mm. so that I can sleep at night, or at least until they continue construction next door and wake up at 7.
1: Also, Panic is still shipping out stuff, right? You're still yeah. shipping yes. out uh, – yeah, so Panic is still shipping out product uh, for all those Patreon supporters. It's on its way. And uh, Adam and I are getting together on Monday to record retro Retroverses and start When Cheese Fails uh, season for StarCraft Remastered. So you will get content for StarCraft next week, and you will also get some. We'll we'll get out like because we're behind for the Patreon stuff. So as soon as we get that recorded, we'll we'll, we'll upload uh, some retro verses for
0: you guys. Yes, it's all on track. But ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna be it from us for tonight. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you guys next time. Uh but uh, we before we head out, we also have to, of course, thank our Patreon producers. Who I who I, I was just about to mm-hmm. uh update, update mm-hmm. this list. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. They're just, just getting free advertising. There you go. I'm pretty just... sure I'm One pretty job, sure at Adam. least I'm pretty sure ninety-five percent of these people are still there. They, there's a couple that might be still getting some shout-outs, but we'll hit him up. Jetrix, Beastall, Joe McDong. I just want to say his name, even if he's not there anymore. Somebody, I want, I want to know, is Joe McDong still in that list? I couldn't tell you, but if not, he's forever in my list. He's forever, yes, absolutely. We're I just like
1: We're down to $700 executive producers.
2: Oh, okay,
0: so three people are getting extra shout-outs yeah. for, for no reason. But well, I hope I hope Joe McDong is still there because I just like saying the name every time. Joe McDong,
2: Sir Holmes, <laughs> 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 Postal D-Dong, D-Dong, Panda,
0: D-Dong. Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Toto Steel, Naley, Derek P, Frysee, and Ice Wolfie. Um, shout outs to seven of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. The rest you know should <laughs> feel
1: the rest should feel guilty like you like you stole something.
0: What's that Drake line? Uh, This this ain't to get confused, but this one's for you or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you very much, guys, for uh, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Technical Alpha, and until then, peace!